Andy. Welcome to episode 6 of Indie Wrestling is Dead. I'm Andrew Bowers, owner, promoter, whatever, of North Wrestling. With me again is the king of ring, announce Ing, the mouth of the Midlands, the heart of North Wrestling, Mr. Tom fucking Campbell. See what you did there. Hi, yeah. friend. Happy days to you. And sitting next to him is the man who writes the team tune, sings the theme <laughs> tune, books the show, produces the show, pays the wages, puts up the ring all by himself, oils up Shreddy, wipes Benji's ass, works the door, works security, works the bar, came up with the name, edited the Sky Sports documentary, sold out at the Riverside all by himself, laces everyone's boots, puts the cream in David Starr's coffee, babysits all of 36, all 36 of Martina's kids when she's wrestling. He's Hulk Hogan's actual brother. He's 22 and naught at WrestleMania. He fell on his fucking ass, and then he made his own T-shirt about it. It's DJ Chop. I can't hang about because I've got to go and walk with Rory's dog, right? <laughs> and just to clarify something, I have not put the big in Big Rig. Oh. <laughs> that sounds sexy. Yeah, that's really right up right now. That sounds sexy. And joining us, full of the brim of coffee and obscure horror movie, horror movie references. He's the first ever North Wrestling champion. He got that belt over after winning it in that fucking scramble match. <laughs> He's the devil of North. He's the last true sick boy. He's Rory fucking Coyle. Thanks for having me, Chop. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. So thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for setting up the podcast, Chop. Thanks for walking my dog. Uh, thanks for picking my dog. <laughs> thanks for giving birth to the dog as well. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for uh, recording my promos, starring in my promos, editing my promos. Really appreciate it. He did pick me up. He did pick me up. And what I can confirm here is that uh, Chop, with his skill set, should not be driving that type of car. <laughs> so I think he's either a drug dealer <laughs> or. Bars is paying away too much, or he's skimming North money. I, I, right, I, what, I, what I do you reckon? Bowers has not paid enough money. Yeah. I've only worked the doors once. He does work in the NHS though, so oh, oh, I think there's nice. a bit of a there's a bit of a what you call it breaking bad. Yes, I imagine you working in like the morgue. <laughs> I'm gonna say brain surgery. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this and uh, fingering the stuffs. <laughs> We are off to a hell of a start. I have worked in a mortuary before, though, because I used to put them all the dead bodies away in the fridges. Okay, right. Chop's also been on jury duty, though, actually, since That's the last time we recorded. If the you podcast. had the have <laughs> the case of somebody fingering sticks, <laughs> if you had the <laughs> just guilty, your honour, constantly doing that dog shifty eye from the Simpsons. <laughs> if you, you had to have sexual virgin. contact with a a stiff, you had to do it. You had to do it. The stiff, which uh, which orifice and which act would you perform, Chop? And which stiff? And which no, not which stiff. That's weird. <laughs> So, Hang so on. is this not a listener's question? It's like so. It's like, sent this one, <laughs> it's like a saw scenario. See, see that or when are we booking John Cena? It's like a jigsaw scenario. So you have to pick a hole as your goal and an act. <laughs> I like how he's actually answering it. He's so because serious because I know how they get rid of all the shit out of the body. <laughs> Oh, where's that go? Well, you've, you've got to get everything sucked out of you, don't you? And it comes only out one way. The ears, no. <laughs> the the, the pee hole. <laughs> the asshole. Well, I'd imagine so. I mean, that's how it comes out of my body. <laughs> so you probably want the cleanest hole possible to go. <laughs> Would an eye socket not be cleaner? Can we start the show now? Fuck me. Yeah. Go for an old. 
I suck at school folk. <laughs> can you swear on this? By the way. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Swear. I just put a little tick in saying it's explicit. It's oh no. So okay, how's, everyone, how's everyone feeling after a big show on Saturday? We'll go oh. into the show a little bit later, Amazing. and we'll go into a bit more kind of detail uh, in, a, in, in a little bit later. But we'll have a little chat first. Everyone feeling good after it? Loved really the good. show last Saturday. Great fun. How are you feeling after it? How do I look? <laughs> so right, so we've had a, we've we've sent a few kind of like fan videos back and forth. One of which of that backhand, it was it like the spinning the backhand, back fist, the the back fist. And I thought that's where you got that mark on your face, but apparently that's not not, not when you got it. So when was it? when did you get that big fucking bruise on your cheek? I don't know. No idea. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. That's what it was. Because I saw you in the in the pub after. Like you had the big old thing down your face. I was like, oh gosh, that's a back fist of the future. So I watched it back. Like um, we've got a new editor now, so I just but I, I went through all the matches before mm-hmm. we came here. You're doing all right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he works for the Tyneside Cinema. <laughs> I went back and I looked, and you already had the mark before he does that back fist. And I don't think there's anything else. Mm-hmm. So it must have just been in the heat or something. Or so big Robocop, Connor Renshaw, watched it all. Right. And he reckons it's the first punch. Oh, do you reckon? He says the first punch lands. Eddie's and you just, see, you just see my hair, <laughs> my hair fly back, and you just see this massive pile of sweat <laughs> go into the river. Side. Is that Irish? You sold that one pretty well. Uh, oh, no, he's actually just been punched directly in the uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> on a weird one, I, didn't, uh, I don't know. I thought it was a videotape. I thought the videotape happened on the way down. But it is where the, the metal is, mm. so I wouldn't feel it anyway. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. How long was that? Was that about two years ago when you done your eye socket in yeah around the time I kidnapped Shreddy's uh, partner at the time okay. <laughs> Shreddy Beth for yeah. long term fans I don't where she go well she actually has just disappeared in the recent <laughs> <laughs> she has disappeared she's disappeared um, and we yeah let's not let's not talk about her because uh, you know yeah. that's awkward isn't it yeah it is oh no it's not actually so yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> around that time so it would have been uh, two years ago I think yeah but yeah. yeah obviously I can get hitting it really hard and I don't feel it Obviously, so did, my body feels it because so it's what, now swollen up. <laughs> what happened then? What was that? Because that the thing is, and I'll be really honest, is, and I might get some chop heat here, like when I do this. No, is uh, people do talk about their injuries an awful lot, which I don't think is a bad thing. But chop you did, you didn't, you didn't talk about your injury at all on social media. So that, and but it, I remember at the time it being a really fucking horrific injury because I wanted uh, to keep all them bookings. <laughs> <laughs> you needed the money at the time. Nah, um, yeah, I did it then in the North Ring. That was the first time I spoke about it, and I only did it just to make myself laugh and probably to make you boys laugh. But what was it? Was that a th- was it a three CW three CW show in Darlington? Start of a four way tag match, right? And uh, in the opening, about two minutes, I caught a <laughs> forearm. Right in the eye socket, and it broke it. Um, what's it called? I should know the name because oh. well, the, the orbital. The orbital. Yeah. I broke my orbital, um, and then a couple of minutes after that, uh, big dive happened, and that hit my orbital again. So it could Fucking it could crack, and then it got smashed. And then when uh, we just thought it was a black eye. Um, I remember, yeah, I, remember I went in the back it. and I was like, where's Tony Knox so we can get a sweet photo of this? Um, <laughs> and then the next day, I think I wrestled Justin Sizem. Mm. Me and Baz Ban against Justin Sizem and somebody else. And uh met him Cole Cazell. And uh, yeah, I had a, did the whole thing with a broken orbital. So did you have surgery on that? Yeah, so I went in for surgery. I, I was a guy, just a black eye, and then I couldn't feel my, my gum. I still can't feel, I haven't got full feeling on my gum. Uh, the left part, 
I couldn't feel that left side of my face. Was that the same injury where you got a bit of your gum chopped off? No, it's a different one. Different one. <laughs> <laughs> a, um, a very different mouth-based That was Megan. So I had a... Remember <laughs> you came in and yeah. was like, look at this, and it was like a whole big chunk of gum off the front of your teeth. Yeah, that was massage. That's your... Oh, yeah. Massage kicked me so hard. Yeah. Kicked the, my gum off. That's not the bit of the joints, you know, right there. Is that oh, hard? Right? There? Yeah. Uh, and then when, back, I, though, didn't when I went under the, the dentist... Um, it was a very attractive. Uh, I don't know why I have to. <laughs> um, she was a very attractive uh, Polish dentist, I believe, right. and she just kept saying necro, and I was like necronomicon. That means dead. Uh, she kept describing my tissue as being necro, and they injected me like seven times in the gum, and she just grabbed a pair of scissors and literally just cut it off. And then I went, "Can I get a photo of that?" She threw it in the bin. It's the closest I'll ever get to that Mick Foley ear, oh, ear in the bin story. I was going to say it sounded like you And Mick she Foley turned ear. to me and said, don't be disgusting. <laughs> and I just went. He said, you should have said, well, that, you're lucky that I knew necro from that necro, necronomicon word. <laughs> not necrophilia. <laughs> you, started oh, yeah. <laughs> you started laughing. You just went, I'm totally necro. Uh, you're like, oh, I'm mad into uh, the necro. necro. Like chop. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth for me, he please. Puts <laughs> It's not a necro butcher. Chop's gimmick can be necro dentist. Isaac necro necrophilia. Isaac DJ Chop. Oh my god! It's gonna be a long show, Chop. It's gonna be a long year. Twenty twenty's gonna be a short, long year. We use Isaac Skullfuck. I'm gonna quickly put in gravel clothing. A quick mention for our sponsor. This is the gears changing, hang on. <laughs> Do you want the music to be different? <laughs> no, no, all dry. All dry, Chuck. A quick mention for our sponsor and ally on the front line of Britress. <laughs> Grapple Clothing, they've dropped their biggest release yet, which includes the North X Grapple Collaboration shirt in yellow. There'll be loads of lovely items to keep you warm this winter. The sick grapple beanies are back in stock, baby. You'll spot grapple clothing at the North merch stand. Well, you won't next time because Connor is at WrestleMania. Ooh, the lucky someone's doing bugger. All right. I know. But they're generally plastered all over our own social media outlets purely because we love them so much. And guess what? They've given us a special discount code. Is it 5%? No. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, oh, it would be. Yeah. It's not 10%. Yeah, oh, that'd be great if it was. It's 15% if what, you use the you code. A, are you off your trolley, mate? I, I'm not. Grapple up. Oh, my grapple. They must be literally burning money. They must be. Ridiculous, mate. The code is NORTH, 15% off, and you can buy loads of grapple stuff. There you go. You can turn the music off now, Thank you. Right, so let's get in a chat with our guest of honour, Rory Coyle. It's been a while. I know you wanted to be the first one. It's not been a while. It's been a while since me and you. He's at the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's been a while since me and you sat down. Remember when I helped sell out? Do you not remember that, guys? No? Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's been a while since me and you sat down for a coffee, and now we're gathered. Yeah, because you, you never. Sh- yeah, you he? keep no sound. I messaged that's you. Bullshit. I that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And I go, uh, Boris, you know what I'm going to ask you? And you go, oh, no, I'm, I've got a family and all this stuff. I'm not like you. I've got a family yeah. and a business to don't, run. Yeah. Don't let me own my dog, you fucking loser. Can, uh, have you not got, can you not drop everything for two minutes' notice? I'm in Jesmond. <laughs> no, that's actually, that's actually what I do. I'm like, I'm in Jesmond for the next two hours. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, working. Come meet me. <laughs> Come meet me at Mr. Woods. <laughs> Mr. Where, Woods Coffee. Where what a, a place. Um, a wonderful magical place. Yeah, we've not. Yeah, we've not spoke for a while. But when was the first time 
So let's let's wheel it right back in. Three and a half years now. First, obviously, first time we ever sold out, which was a lovely point. It was a lovely. Hold on, let's go back to the first time you two met. Yeah. So the first time that we met and we talked. Well, we're going to stick this in because you were pissed off that we brought this anecdote up. Well, I brought this anecdote up uh, when we were talking to Matthew. Like the first time we physically met was at North Shields Shikara show when I embarrassed myself in front of Mike Quackenbush. That was amazing. I had to bring it up too in the. The, post, was... the post-match promo. I told uh, <laughs> I told Eddie Kingston the entire story, mm-hmm. uh, and he kind of remembered it as well. Oh, for good. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, well, the first time we spoke, I got a random message mm. saying, "Hello, I'd like to I'd like to book you for a show." <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, was this a message from the Roaring Twenties? <laughs> Some big uh, money. Um, Rory, I see you're a star. <laughs> I'm thinking Rory versus Ed Strangler Lewis. Kid, you're a fuck money. You're a fuck money. What a great gimmick, baby. What a great fucking gimmick. Oh my god. Whoa. The mouth awesome. jumped. Whoa. <laughs> Stop. The mouth of the ass, kid. <laughs> <laughs> we can have money coming out of both orifices. <laughs> Whichever's cleanest. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, I got a roaring, a roaring twenties message yeah. saying uh, you're starting a promotion. It was an adult promotion. Yeah, you proper like put me over and licked my ass. You're like your videos are amazing. But at this point, to which I, I thought they are. They wait, were. Wait till you see the in ring. Well, the, the thing is, this is how much research I've done. I was like, these guys must have wrestled loads. <laughs> these videos. They, you don't really just got re- their stuff together. You don't just release these videos without wrestling live. So, yeah, wrestle on the Shikara show. That's fine. How many matches you had before that? Oh, not a lot. Um, I can't even remember. It wasn't many. Yeah, it was a few. Like, it wasn't It wasn't too many. Um, um, and then when we got to the Shikara show, uh, the class apart, Alex Henry, um, had gone for a little night out the he night did. before. A, a, little, a, a few little beverages, let's <laughs> just say. A few little beverages in the rest. Uh, and uh, he <laughs> let's turned just, up. Let's just say his pupils were like dish plates. Let's just say he turned up uh, hanging out his fucking ass. He was. Um, yeah, and obviously we met then. And my, the best thing is, uh, you came in and you were like, uh, hey guys, uh, can I get you anything before your match? I was just putting my boots on. Mm. And I just looked up and I was like, a black coffee. <laughs> and you looked so confused, but also... Kind of impressed. Yeah. Like this guy's just going to wrestle <laughs> on a cup of black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking, right, I'll go up to Morrison's. I'm going to get some chicken. I'll get some food. I'll get them some isotonic drinks. I'll get them some black coffee. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. Just, just give me black coffee. <laughs> Had you worked Absolute before? Uh, no, because you you're, you're dumbasses. You don't know how to pull the trigger on something good. Yeah. I'm um, telling you. Well, this is a thing. <laughs> probably in the first year of North. Where absolute wouldn't book you at all. Oh no, they like, were backstage because I remember you backstage. They're like, oh, we're going to we're going to bring you in and do this thing, and blah 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 blah. blah. And then you just used a whole array. I didn't run that show. Whole array of shade then. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very rare that chop moves away oh. from. <laughs> he's done use a whole array of shade. Absconds actually. himself. It's annoying. He used loads of people that I that I like. Everyone uh, bar me. Um, <laughs> well, that backfired on you, didn't? I went on to be fucking defiant champion. <laughs> and North champion, North champion at exactly the same time. And I nearly did the triple. You needed the Jordy triple. Talk about yeah, I needed the Jordy triple. Yeah. We what? talked about that Again, on the last show, didn't we? Like, I pushed we don't the talk about that. <laughs> um, no, I was, at, I was at a load of absolute shows, though. I was at the mm. one. Because I was at the one that 
the bars was at. Um, the first one that I went to. The I was at the 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 was it stop the chop one was the main event. Whoopi yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rampage. Mm-hmm. I was at that. I was and at that was yeah, unbelievable. But I, th- I think I think North was going at that time. Uh, I think I at that one, there. I think he's had a nice like gorilla setup and stuff. Yeah, and well, I remember sitting watching. You were sitting with your chicken and rice. I remember that. I was sitting. Yeah, well, the I'm best really thing I show was I have this really good camping cutlery. And uh, I took out the camping cutlery and Shreddy nearly fell off his seat. <laughs> he was so impressed. He was like, What's it? what have you got there, Irish? He was like, well, it's, it's just a knife, a fork and a spoon, but they all clipped together into one handy little thing. It's from the pound shop. Like, it wasn't very expensive. Lost his shit. He was, well, was going to say, this is amazing. Bar, bar the gym, Shreddy's favorite thing is Tupperware and, and, <laughs> and, and food utensils. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but no, it was great. I remember seeing that. Um, no, all I remember at the end of that show was they had a load of free pizzas. I fucking slide one. I wasn't even on the show. Took a pizza off me. I went home. Fucking, I tell you nice. what. I got a tape in office. I went, oh, can I have a slice? She goes, you're not one of the fucking wrestlers. Who said this? Some bird. You know who it is. You used to, you used to always bring the fucking pizzas. From upstairs? Yeah. Oh, did you, was that the venue? I want free No, it wasn't the venue. See, this is my next it thing. It wasn't the venue. It was one of the lasses who were trying to get in with Absolute. I've gone. Uh, I've gone through. Did what you we want to get to in do? with North? Because free pizzas. What, what we, we need to do? Is <laughs> we we need, we need yeah, catering. Yeah, we need catering. Catering's the next. We need catering. We need a barber. Yeah, we talked about. So if anyone, if anyone wants coffee sponsorship, if there's any barbers out there, if there's any coffee, well, yeah, ICW. Every time we go to ICW, bad guy brand. Little plug from there is there, and he's a lovely lad. And he cuts everyone's hair. Yeah. He's class, a big wrestling fan. So if there's any wrestling fans out there who cut hair, if you want to come and charge each of the wrestlers, I'm not paying for it, though. Like, I'm happy with that. Why do I have to get, I have to get my own hair? I didn't do it for the last show. No, you didn't. I look like a hobo. You've got your hair cut now, though. Do many people take, take the <laughs> hair off in ICW to have like a slight little haircut? What? Do many people take them up on the offer to have everyone, a slight everyone little haircut? Was well, because they're recording, what, they're recording maybe four weeks of TV? Yeah, four weeks of their ICW Fight Club? But he's at all the shows, um, and he's a super nice lad. And um, I think I don't know if like he sponsors the guys or whatever. But they always the guys are always resharing his stuff and plugging his stuff. You get paid to do that, I would imagine. Um, see, I go back between tapings mm. just to get it a bit shorter each time, just to help denote passage of time between tapings. That would be good. I just because I'm very aware of that because I was at NXT UK and I'm now in the same position for the next four weeks. Oh yeah, and yeah. I wish I should have taken different shirts. I feel like I could have helped with the passage of time. You could have, but well, yeah. You we used to have that problem with Defiant. Yeah, you do four weeks of TV, and you just then have the same fans in the crowd. Four, four weeks of TV, and then you would do the pay per view at the end of the month. Mm. But you'd be like, "Oh, I really need a haircut," but can't do it. <laughs> you know, yesterday on TV, I did that when I, I was in the band. Way. Where, like, when we were at Sixth Form, um, we had two. We shot video, and the first, <laughs> like, the first week. Like they shot everyone else apart from me. I was a singer in the band, so they shot everyone else. But I was in it, obviously, and they went like, "We're going to do like the band shots, okay?" It was like shitty, fucking like it was a mate at school. Then the next week, I was like, "Ah, I need my haircut." Got my haircut, and he went, "Well, can't use anything from the first week because you got your pretty much your oh, head scalped." I went oh. from like hair down here to like that. I was like, "Oh, okay," and I wore different clothes as well. The youth. Anyway. So yeah, so the first time we met was that, that was the first time we met, and then yeah, you did the you obviously did the Quackenbush thing, which was hilarious, um, <laughs> and it was just great because like I knew going into it like how much of a Quackenbush fan you were. I was like, this is oh. so we're all sitting there. Alex Henry's fucking on life support. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was fine. Like I think he was still going from the night before. I think it was after that match. The best thing though is 
I proper grassed them up the rampage. Oh, <laughs> is, this, is this a cow scout? And we still laugh about it. We were laughing about it though, right? Me and Alex. Uh, and he was like, remember that time I was, uh, I was off my rocker? Well, how old are you? He was now? just like, super. He just gone out on a proper night out the night before. And uh, I think Primate was rapping with him. Like, yeah. He was fuming. Um, and obviously, we're sitting there during the Quackenbush thing. You come in, make a fucking ass of yourself. Because he yeah. was doing this amazing rally speech. It was fucking brilliant as well. <laughs> where he was like, you got to ask yourself, you know, is this... Because obviously he's talking to those guys and they're on the long tour. And you got to ask yourself, is this one of these venues where you waste that last roll of tape? And he's like, I've got the answer for you. This is one of those venues. And everyone's like, holy shit. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I've got to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, Hi, guys. Hey, guys, I'm here from North. Has anyone heard of North Wrestling? No, it doesn't exist. But Yeah, no, no. Yeah, the rest went all right, didn't it? It was fine. Yeah, it was a good match out though. You can still catch it on uh, oh, it's it's rotten. Rotten. <laughs> rotten. Is it is out there somewhere? Yeah, so after, what's that match, right? It's, it's probably got sixty times the moves mm. of what I did on Saturday. About <laughs> That's true. Point six percent of the reaction. Oh yeah. Is it on Shikaratopia? Yeah. The guys no, uh, no. it's been filmed on a phone. Henry oh, and fine. Henry and Primate at the time had been like They'd wrestled a bit. They'd done ICW. They'd been, I think they might have been on ICW at that stage and they were maybe like on title at that stage and stuff like, so they were, they, those guys were, those guys look good. No, you look good though. I think it was, um, he has to say this because I'm sitting here. <laughs> well, Baz Ban isn't sitting here and I'd still say he did all right. Yeah. I thought it was, I think it was a good match and I think it's like, it goes down in folklore, though, and I'm pretty glad that it was the people that were in it. I think as well. It's a lot of um, it's a lot of northeast wrestling worlds colliding that yeah. night because it's it's Shakara visiting the northeast of England. It's it's yourself uh, as the, the, the sort of the first out there campaign yeah. for North wrestling. It's one of the the, the bigger out, the first big you know, outing for the Sons of You laid. And, uh, it was the it was the northeast wars as well because yeah, absolutely absolute with them absolutely we were, with them we as well. It's, it's just lots heads. of lots of ships <laughs> converging. It was yeah, and, and in in as uh, as Quack always called it on the Chikara video, uh, Chikara HQ center videos on YouTube, the North Shields, the North Shields. <laughs> we are coming to the, the sh- North Shields, the Shields of North, all the Shields that belong to the North. <laughs> I'm isn't trying. we a name of North Shields, isn't it? Yeah. Shields. But, but I think I yeah, like the North Shield. The weird thing is, is literally, it's literally on my doorstep as well. That place. Mm. So I'd, like, it's weird. I think it's a great venue. It's a great like, venue. I love that venue. Like, why did you not go to the more absolute shows then? Right I went to them all. I was all. I was always there because it was literally on my fucking doorstep. It was the only wrestling I ever go to that wasn't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the chop. Uh, why wouldn't you give him a job if it was right on the doorstep? Yeah. Well. Yeah. And paid his dues. <laughs> I had him. Yeah. So I, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to leave that one there. Alright, Kermit. <laughs> get the get get the joke there. No, I think I think I think the Linskill's a place that needs to be revisited. I think so. Mm. It's a great venue. You know what else is? The ice rink. <laughs> oh I love the ice someone rink. Someone told me that they saw Undertaker versus Yokozuna at Whitley Bay Ice yeah. Rink. My mum wouldn't let me go. Shut up. I know. Yokozuna on Shreddy's ice. Shreddy's favourite Japanese wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker. <laughs> versus Chop's day job. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why wouldn't your mum let you go? So, so I've never been to this. It's, this is the ice rink mm. in... Whitley Bay. This, is where, I, this is where I'm from. Because yeah. a lot of people said that they saw 
Did they see WCW there as well? Yeah, there was a WCW show right. there. It was like the hotbed for wrestling was Willie Bay Eyes Rink randomly. Fight chop if you're on your phone, find that. Find yes. Does it still does brilliant. it still function as a venue? Still an ice rink, yeah. You got the Willie Bay Warriors play out of there. Uh, but it doesn't function ice, it boys. doesn't fu- <laughs> see they cover the ice North over <laughs> Yokozuna did if Yokozuna can anybody I think can. Ric Flair was there as well you're going to have to oh. do it you're going to have to do it in the summer I want to know where the fuck they stayed in Whitley Bay that's what I want to know it's like, they'd have stayed on the coast wouldn't yeah. they they would have stayed in like a in a, in a so nice what, what year are we talking like, like we talking 92. like 92, 92 yeah it was the well there was one there in 83 as well they did through there in 93 Oasis, Oasis played there. If you were going to take a Yoko, that probably would have been more ninety three. So where, so so now that you've sold out the Riverside once, yeah, Bay, and the goal is to try and keep selling there. So hopefully yeah. more people. I don't think I don't think I would move away. More from people keep Riverside. coming. I think I think we if got, you had to run a big show, if you had to one run one big show a year, mm. um, North Armenia, um, sorry, Big Paul, uh, <laughs> come sue me. I come up with a better name. Right? Um, what would you? Where would I go? <laughs> the showcase uh, of the unsigned, we'll call so it. The, the don't be, don't be like, humble about it. The place it's is it's the Telly West Arena. Uh, <laughs> play, we're packing out the arena. St. James's Park? St. <laughs> <laughs> James's Park. No, I think like... Realistic uh, answers. Realistically. So the places that you've probably got, the big places that you've got, obviously the O2 Academy, I don't think... I mean, that might be the easiest one to run, mm. just because it's probably got all the right licenses. <laughs> it's easy to put a wrestling ring in. It's been done that before, but that's a bit, you know, it's been done before. You've got Northumbria as well. Um, I wrestled in both these places. Yeah, you have. Um, but, well, I don't think anyone from Northumbria will be listening. But like, that, Upstairs that place is, nice, is real yeah. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I, I think, running there. I think Boiler Shop for me because I think different. Boiler Shop, we talked I mean, I got married there and you were all there. But, um, I, like, it, and there was a wrestling ring there. Bauer's wedding was basically a recce <laughs> to see whether North could run the boiler. Don't tell Jade that. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to Jade, or as I know her, the scrot. The scrot. AKA the balls. The balls. Of North. <laughs> because of the balls of North. She's the if balls I'm of the North. the shaft of North. She's the balls. Yeah. And what's great is once Jade, I love Jade, I haven't seen her in ages. I think she's avoiding me. Um, she's, she was ill for the last show. Once she's got a couple of little drinks in her, oh yeah, she walks up to me and goes, "Irish." First of all, she goes, "Andrew loves you." Andrew, fucking <laughs> he loves you. He loves you. You've made us so much money. <laughs> we got married at the boiler shop to see you. <laughs> but then she goes, after she says that, this is not true, by the way. She just goes, "I'm the fucking boss," <laughs> and you're like, "This is so weird." Why is she doing this in my ear? She's like, I'm the fucking balls. And then the more drinks she gets, the more animated she gets. She and essentially she's doing Batista's entrance by the end of it. She's like, the, last tr- the last true sick girl. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> great. No, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, I think I think the boiler shop would be a nice place just because it's, it's different. And, it, and it's also not a million miles away from the Riverside. Because no. the, 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 sometimes you get these companies that run events other side of, mm. of a district and it's just suddenly... it. it Stops a lot of people coming, mm. you know, and, yeah, and yeah. it can, and it, and it mm. doesn't sound like a lot to say. Like when Defiant ran Sunderland, it's not in the grand scheme of things. It's well, not it. a million miles away, but there was still a people yeah. have, still tell there was a drop. Yeah. People have asked us if we would run Sunderland before, and I was like, nah, just no. Is no, it because not, it's not because the dirty Mac? And, no, no, I'm really. Yeah. It's like Whoa. I just. Emmy <laughs> <laughs> was going to run Sunderland, and they yeah. decided not to at the last minute. Yeah. Well, except probably for the did same reason the, why I wouldn't run now. Did you ever go to the Mexican festival that ran in the boiler shop? Where yeah, they be- had before it was like they had their... Like, so the boiler shop was brilliant. It is brilliant now, but beforehand it was like... Um, it's where they built the... West Stevenson built the first 
train. It is, isn't it? Yeah, so Stevenson built, Stevenson built the first. Was, was that the one train? that uh, Chop oversaw the building <laughs> of the train? <laughs> <laughs> Chop's face. Is that true? So, yeah, it was. Uh, they didn't call it Stevenson's Chop It. <laughs> so it was, ru- it was run down as fuck. Yeah. Like the windows were all smashed. And they used to run a thing called the Boiler Shop Steamer there, and it was like a food market, and it was brilliant, and they used to have bands on. But they used to run this festival, a Mexican it's like called, day. It's called Vamos or something. Vamos right. Festival, yeah. And they used to have Mexican wrestling Because they ran one outside. Liguero worked that one, I think. Uh, and I'm and sure Rampage. Rampage Brown worked Because yeah. I, I don't think, I think I'd just, I'd just known him for a couple of months or something, mm. and I went to see it. And obviously, I was like, oh, that's Liguero. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then this other guy came out wearing a mask, had the body of a Rampage Brown. Yeah. We had, had a mask on. Had the aggression of a Rampage Brown. Had the entire moveset of a Rampage Brown. I was like, I think that's Rampage Brown. I'd love to see what's so name. El Rampage. <laughs> and then I saw him the next Tuesday. Rampage Brown. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sit there? Was like, mask. Were you were you wrestling on a mask, Lord? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but, oh, it, was, it was great. But See, that's out, a good. It was outside. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. But uh, was, of all the other side, uh, the all of the other side hustles that I've seen wrestlers have, that's probably the most wholesome and one that I, one yeah. I would get behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was uh, 1993, by the way, for the right. drink. Okay. So chops pulled up the. Can you play like a little? Can you? No, you had to go all the way back to 1993. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to rewind the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> first match was Virgil defeated the Repo Man. What? I'd have oh, fucking loved to have seen that as a kid. That's a hell of an As a kid, match. I love Vir- the Repo Man. Virgil beat the Repo Man. Weirdly, yeah, the next one. Virgil, what? Rick Martel Martel defeated. Max Moon. Whoa. Oh, I love Max Moon. Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, I love him. Defeated the Big Boss Man. Oh my god. What? That that would have been a match. What a match. Big lads just clattering each other. That is the Nasty Boys, who are the, ta- who are the tag team champions, defeated <laughs> Ted DiBiase and IRS. Oh, oh man, sorry, the way around. Fucking love IRS. Right, so I, this is a weird thing. People oh. slag me off for like an IRS. I love IRS. IRS. I don't know why I love the tax. Very man. much a one, yeah, very much a one trick pony. But he just he knew what he did and he did oh, it well. I remember at school, I come in. So I had those blue. You used to get those blue top tops cards, like the blue WWE tops cards. Yes, I convinced. Ireland, we just had rocks. I convinced my mates that IRS was my uncle when I was about eight years old. I was about eight. I still remember it as like the biggest lie I told at that time. Well, probably not. But another tag match. Shit, Putin. The head shrink has defeated the Bushwaggers. I never liked Ooh. head shrinkers or uh, bushwhackers. I, I like the bushwhackers. Really, here's this next one. The Undertaker defeated Papa Shango. Oh, what? Spooky and boy match. Your main event of the evening was the WWF champion Bret Hart defeated. Woo! Rick. That's, That's amazing. That's so my mum didn't let me go, and this is why I think I'm still February wrestling 3rd, now. 1983. I, I think so. I'd have been. I'm sure nine, you, mum. I'd have been nine years. No, uh, I'd have been eight years old. Um, and my mate was like, who, my mate who got me into wrestling, I remember it was the Brutus, the first match I'd ever seen was Brutus the Barber Beefcake when he gets his head shaved. I can't remember what match that was. It was SummerSlam, 88 eight maybe. Beefcake with his head shaved. Yeah, there was a hair versus hair match, I think, Beefcake. There's money in those hair versus anyway, hair matches. There is. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so my mum was like not really into wrestling, like wasn't wasn't a fan of me. I was a soft little boy from West Seton in Whitley Bay. Like um, were, <laughs> so I think this is why I've got this like, what do you call it? Like a um, mother issue, uh, <laughs> an extended, oh, an, ex- an extended uh, youth. 
kind of like still into wrestling because I wasn't allowed to go because it was 20 quid a ticket. She thought it'd be too violent. Imagine seeing that for 20 oh. quid. Fucking! I mean, 20 quid that. was a lot in 1983, though. But I, but you know what? Nowadays, if it was 20, like you'd pay, would you pay 20, you pay 20, 20 quid? quid to go to the fucking North <laughs> Show? Yeah, exactly! <laughs> we ain't got fucking Papa Shango. No, but 20 quid back in 1983 would probably, what, be the equivalent oh. of 40, 50. Have you seen gonna, can you book Rory versus Papa Shango? Oh, by the way, they came back in two months' time. Did they? Oh, wow. yeah. Also wasn't allowed to do that. Come Come on. Run, run that, run for that, that How did it sell? Did it tell you, like, what they It doesn't what tell you how it sells. It just, oh. uh, It would have sold out. It might tell you. I'm pretty, pretty, So, pretty, April pretty. 14th, 1993, Typhoon pinned Damien Demento with a power slam. This is, like, the shit card that obviously I've got to fuck. <laughs> this, is the, this is the B tour. Yeah. yeah There's an A and a B tour at this point. Kamala... <laughs> pinned kimchi oh fuck it this is totally the beat dear Dope me the clown defeated crush Brian uh, that would have been a great match I will have nobody don't yeah. you dare don't even pull a face <laughs> towards Dying the Clown I don't know the 1983 though was that Matt Bourne yeah good good doink Yogazuna pinned Jim Duggan with the bandai that, drop that would have been a that'd fucking been squash match that would have been a shit show that would have had the entire Whitley Bay Ice Rink chanting USA <laughs> yeah, be, because <laughs> wrestling let's see how good your knowledge is it would, not, not the entire because it would have had a bunch of Geordie dads with their kids going I'm fucking disappointed with you that would have been that that would have been <laughs> cheer for your that and the dunk would have been my two favourite matches well, hang on because who was the Intercontinental Champion around then can you remember in 93 it would have been um, Shawn Michaels is it Shawn Michaels yes. or Razor Man he pinned Bob Backlund oh. with a sunset flip and grabbing the tights for leverage on here. Okay. The Nasty Boys fought the head shrinkers to double disqualification, which means that they didn't want to fuck. Hang on, were Nasty Boys champions at that point? No. So they'd lost it within the two no, months? No, no, they did. Sorry, I looked that up before. They didn't lose it. It was IRS was the champions because you remember uh, okay. they went in, okay. uh, me and yet they get fucking squashed off there, uh, Hogan and Of course. And then the, uh, the main event of that one was Mr. Perfect pinned Lex Luger. Oh what a ter- I love Mr. Perfect though. Mr. Per- obviously Mr. Perfect is great. That that but one. that match would have been as a main event. He fucking joking me. I don't know though. When you're watching the context of the nineties, sure you would have been losing your you would have been losing your shit. Of course. It would have been brilliant. I'll have a look through, but I'm sure they come back in the summer as well, because there was one where it was Brett Hall versus IRS in the main event. <laughs> oh my days. I see what I'm really interrupted quality that's, 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 that's tragic, one. isn't it? I do love IRS. What is it about IRS? I love IRS. I don't know. I don't know. Because the whole, the whole gimmick was born out of Vince McMahon's desire to not pay tax. So, He's a good wrestler. <laughs> i tell you what, though. Go back and watch I I, IRS's um, punches. He's fucking good. So oh, we just said that was the B squad. Right? I've still got the toy. I've still got the toy on the toy. shelf yeah. with yeah. the videos. It's got the there with my Undertaker toy. I said that was the B squad, which is April 14th. Come forward to... April 19th, they're back again at the ice rink. What, five oh days later? So this must be the A squad. What the fuck? Yeah, this is So there was three WWE sh- yeah, WWF shows that my mum didn't let me go to in the space of two months. And then there's one there. there. Are you on a fan well, fiction forum? One was 93. One was yeah. 93. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Virgil defeated Just, This is Tony like some Taylor. weird E-Fed. <laughs> Doink the Clown again defeated Tito Santana. What? That would have been a good match. Good on you, Doink. That would have been Good a great match. Rick and Scott Steiner defeated the tag team champions Ted DiBiase and IRS via disqualification. Okay. The Bushwhackers defeated the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> Beverly the Brothers? Tank Air defeated Papa Shango. <gasps> oh! That would have been... I would have been... I'd have been out over oh, to Tank Undertaker. Undertaker defeated Giant Gonzalez. Oh! One hell of a stinker. <laughs> the main event was Bret Hart defeated Bam Bam Bigelow, which, if you remember... Oh, that would be great, 
Jesus. Coming up King of the oh, Ring, he yeah. had a mint match against Do you reckon Bam that's Bam what they were doing with those house shows then? Trying to fucking get Brett and Bam Bam into a good... Into well, that's what the house together. shows were always for, wasn't yeah. it? It's them trying out feuds and stuff to see Tata- what I think Tatanka of Papashango was a big pay-per-view match as well, was it not? Around that time, I'm sure. that Did they have a feud? No, I don't think they, they did. I don't think they did. Because I, I was a bit of a Tatanka mark. They tried, um, they tried Hogan Flair Still on the house shows. Tatanka, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Was he in the UK recently? Maybe we should run Yes, he was wrestling... I want to say um, Joe Nelson. I think, I think he wrestled with Jack Jester because I vaguely remember Jack Jester backstage at a show mm, telling me an amazing Tatanka story. Or he was on the same card. I remember him telling me just how cool he was. Tatanka, Chris Chavez. Well, he'll be on cage match. I can't imagine he's had loads of matches recently. I could be wrong. I think he was on the same show as he's Jack Jester. He's fifty-four years old now. I thought he'd be older than fifty-four. To be fair. Right. But to think about that though, three fucking shows at the age rink. It's mad, isn't it? Why every single one of them better than any of the shit they've put on at the fucking arena. Of you haven't week. even run one show at the age rink. Hold on, hold on. We just talked the last episode about NXT with the talent that was on that that, that card match. Which one? Well, the NXT. Oh, the, uh, yeah, that's a, no. But I mean, like you know, the WWE the house shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE house shows. I left like I left at the half time. Half time of the last one. I mean, yeah. I, I was really pissed. <laughs> we just not bothered. Just... It was on. Uh, it was Ms. Danny Bryan. Oh know. yeah, I didn't go to that one. It was rubbish. Did you run out of flares, and that's why you left? <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever played I've played a WWE show once Good. and that was the fucking worst why <laughs> oh people do not care about independent wrestling <laughs> at a WWE house show and nevertheless when you're like will you take a flyer the amount of uh, you put any effort into it mate I put loads of effort the cra- the, yeah but the, the crowd that WWE shows bring is this so was different. before show one I was all hyped up on I was I was still a, I was still blue eyed boy I was, before we put the first show on I was like I'm going to get so many people coming to my show I love wrestling I'm going to fly the WWE after that first after that first show I was like fuck flattering because it's so many because those shows it's so many uh, like mums and dads taking their kids and the last thing they want to do is get yeah. more wrestling right no don't give me any ideas I can't see anything where Tatanka was even over here last I year. think he wrestled Joe Nelson I don't think he did Tatanka. He, out, he wrestled though. Absolute Andy in Germany just one? Anyway, right, this is bad content, guys. On with chocolate. So this little sheet here says North Stories. What's yeah. That? Uh, the, oh, sorry, there's a script I broke the fourth wall. Uh-huh. What's that? This little sheet says North Stories. What's that about? Yeah, so I, I was thinking of like maybe some anecdotes that we could talk about, and then I was like, uh, I've got like, some actual real work to do today. Um, and then Chop arrived, and I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't, got, I haven't <laughs> put any in. Anecdotes. So yeah, so come on, your time at North. In a nutshell, you must have enjoyed it. <laughs> Why am I, Did you have a lovely am day? I, am I now fired? What does, yeah, it, does, it does sound like you're sacking him. He's retired. So I'm looking at your best bits. Um, now, come on, winning the title for the first time, you must have some. You uh, must have some stories. Yeah, that was that was all right. The um, I mean, I try to think. See, it's all blurred for me because um, I get hit in the head a lot. Uh, so we'd we don't came shows. in being two pieces of shit. Yeah, so come on, right? A lot on. of like very strange. With you and Baz Ban, when you first started that, that was first. That was first the first kind of the dawn of North. We we kind of touched on this on the last podcast where it was like, at what point do you think the kind of the worm turned? And it was like oh, actually because you came in as uh, as heels, so yeah. you came and the first match it was Baz Ban versus Don Black. Yeah, where you, you didn't were, trust me. 
Well, I think you didn't trust yourself, actually. Okay. I think you it said... It turned out and I was like, oh. I'm much better. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. I'm the bumper. So the, so um, the, yeah, so the, the timeline's quite interesting. The first one was against Dom, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, second one was Ever. Yeah. Uh, punching the kid. So the first, the first one, let's Suspension go right back. The first Martin, one, yeah. Baz Ban, Don Black. Went to disqualification because yeah. you got in. Beat the fuck out of Don Black. Liam Slater comes back yeah. out for the save. Oh, cool. You beat the fuck out of him. That's a bag. That, that, no, that WD? was that no, was that later on. That was yeah. NCL four okay. when it was chain. The, yeah, there was a chain. There was a yeah. chain in the first one. Second show yeah. was you versus Eva. Yeah, and that's where you put him out as the, the Jesus shot, yeah. and then hit that kid in the crowd. I was stood next to him. So yeah, I was, then, talking, I was talking Eddie Kingston about that and we were talking about like the reaction of people and like, because Eddie, Eddie Kingston is very much like you need stories in wrestling now yeah. and I think he feels and I think he said this before and I kind of feel as well like we're losing our way a little bit on storytelling. I think people are looking for spots more than anything else and I was like, well we did this one where we're trying to get uh, Rory over as, as, a, as a heel and he punched this trainee and some of the reactions that we Should got... Say, I punched a kid in the crowd. I should say, I hit him he really, very hard. He did, <laughs> but he didn't. Really, I think that was. was there was that a what? whole Reddit thread. I yeah. still got the. So I screenshot that because it's hilarious. And there's people that. I mean, there was a there was a, a guy on Twitter getting very annoyed. He was getting very annoyed at the fact that I did it and I didn't get my legs broke because obviously he knows the old school approach. So he's like, back yeah. in my day, we would have broke his legs. Like, shut up, mate. You're like 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When I was 12. Yeah, when I, when I was 12, we would have broke his legs and threw him out of the locker room. I was like, shut up, you idiot. Um, <laughs> so then he was like, this is a disgrace. And he goes, well, he does throw a forearm. And then he started getting annoyed about the fact. He's getting worked. In annoyed about the fact that I had made him fully hate me. Yeah. He was, then he hated me for making him hate me. Yeah. And he was like, well, you're just an idiot, mate. Like, yeah. you're just an absolute idiot. But I think that's the thing. It's like, it's difficult nowadays because I'm not going to mention it explicitly, but like, there's been instant instances of promotions and wrestlers trying to work the crowd yeah. online and stuff like that, which can be done. It can be overdone. But people nowadays, and I think you're actually one of the only wrestlers recently who's been able to do this on a, on a, on a level where... Kayfabe exists to a point. Because he's fucking scary, that's why. Yeah. And also because you say it and then you don't say any more. Like yeah. you see a lot of companies that will just expand it and, and just to to the nth degree and then it's like, well, mm. this is blatantly now. You're just toying with us. Whereas you you'll just put one comment that can be taken one way or another and then you just leave it out to interpretation. We We're talking about, I think, so it's that. <laughs> what are you on Twitter? I'm so, so what, confused. What, <laughs> <laughs> we have lost the thread a little bit. My point was, I think, is like going back to the start of that. <laughs> Do you think, and, and running through that timeline of what happened at North, you know, second show, you're kind of like trying to make a moment of, uh, trying to make a viral moment, going viral actually, yeah. like, and it, it being talked about. To get into where you are now, you know, there's been quite yeah. a progression. The weird thing was the Ever the thing, nobody, everyone, and even you did this as well, where you're like, well, if you look at his track record, he's, you know, he's beat Ever. Mm. Not in yeah, he didn't, yeah. But everyone thinks it because all they remember is the, the yeah. Jesus pose at the end. And then he... But a couple of days before that, so I'm sure would have happened actually. No, I'm sure it would have been on Saturday. The Sunday before that, he was at Brixton. Yeah. And I was at Rampage watching the show and he hit the clothesline from heaven. Oh, is that the one where he hit Sebastian? Sebastian and killed and him. just like, he was just totally knocked out. Yeah. And then I remember like the whole week Rampage going, you better watch that clothesline, mate. Uh, yeah, and I remember, like, the line? Split the line. second, where like he went to hit that line, and I was like, well, 
Here we go. <laughs> I'm good. This is it. This is the end. Mum, you were right. Yeah. Well, yeah. No more wrestling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that. Was, like obviously, then all they remember then is the kid thing, and I think that kind of started getting people thinking. Mm. And then we obviously did the. Uh, well, I wasn't allowed into the next show, and I think uh, Baz Ban had the the match, and then it involved Martin Kirby. So it was Baz Ban again against Dom, I think. Yeah, and then Martin Kirby. And Baz Ban like always beating the shit out of him, uh, but like, <laughs> yep. like, and again, literally beating the shit out of him. And then Kirby came in for the save. Yeah. You came in with a mask on. Yeah, and it was weird. I think that Literally might have been the point. We shouted, "All right, fuckers!" Yeah, it's a bit like that was my homage to uh, Whistler from Blade. Where <laughs> uh, he see? What did I say at the start? Where it was like, I know it's not a horror film, but uh, obscure re- uh, reference. Uh, yeah, references. Where he says, "What's he say? Catch you fuckers at a bad time." <laughs> Catch you fuckers at a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you I think, think he says that. Do you think that was the moment the worm turned up? Because I remember when you took off your mask, that was the first time where a couple of people in the crowd, even though you're very much the bad guy at that point, and I think touching on it before with kayfabe and like what's heel now and what's not and what you should cheer for and what you don't cheer for, do you think that was the point? Because I mean, you took off the mask and somebody, at least there was a pocket of people who were like, oh shit, yeah. ah, he is here, yeah. right, okay. I think that was when it started and then obviously when I wrestled with the mannequin, and mm-hmm. hit the as soon as I hit the hot, the tag on the mannequin, oh, like pigs like, and yeah. yeah. When we when I did that, they were kind of like, oh, this is different. Like I think it was like a stage of like this guy is different. Yeah, um, and yeah, the videos in between. As well. I think that's when they fully turned. They were kind of like, right, well, this is it's not moves. Yeah, it's hopefully it's storyline, story the like character. It's a... um, and I still think I can tag with that mannequin again. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> There's a tag tournament going on, and I'm willing to enter it. <laughs> oh, can Ooh, we? Rory, Rory and the mannequin. Is that that I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, she's destroyed because uh, <laughs> she got destroyed in that. Because the, then we went on oh, to yeah. the, after that. We did. I think it was we did the tag match against Liam and Dom. Uh, so that was before they did Liam and Dom. Then you did the one where and I hit that mannequin like so hard with my hip, yeah, like oh, she yeah. just smashed. Like it was horrible. Yeah, I remember that. Is that when you got? The, yeah, she's still she's still she's fairly there. intact. Like she's in my house. She's there. Then after that, still the, got her looks. You know? Yeah, NTL five was uh, it was you in the mannequin versus uh, Lewis Ryan and yeah. Joe Biggs, and then Baz Ban came sw- swinging on a on a rope. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you guys, yeah. that was pitched. Yeah, and that I think that pitched. like uh, <laughs> I think that yeah, like all that stuff was suddenly like all right, these guys aren't a conventional tag team. But then weirdly, we yeah. did a couple of conventional tag matches mm. uh, well this is something that was going to come on to later on but we'll bring it up now um, you, the, you then did which we talked about at great depth was it might be a good point to talk about is when you did Baz Ban versus Rory Coyle yeah. and that's where I think the worm turned like yeah. properly and it was like oh shit because it was of, weird because Bartomania mm. wasn't keen on it like I don't even know what he's saying, but like someone do the Bartman. I think, I think that's Ma- uh, Tom does the best. Not one. a massive fan, pal. <laughs> so he said that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying that, but uh, uh, you know. I'm so sorry, he, I didn't like it. He said something like, like he said something like it was lost in the translation or something <laughs> on the night, and, and he was like, "Oh, the first bit was too long." It's like, guess what, mate? It's called fucking telling a story. You daft cunt. <laughs> um, so he's got Eddie Kingston. He's got Eddie Kingston and Rory Coyle. Oh my god! He picks his friends. Yeah, and obviously we. Yeah, we had that issue where the, mm. and they, I think he's explained it well enough where the yeah. the guys can come and stuff like that, and then um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to 
say what I want. Um, and then we did the we did the match. And if you watch it back, if anyone goes, it's on pivot chair, isn't it? If anyone it is, goes yeah. on pivot chair, watch that first shot. The first shot hits me so hard in the jaw that like my legs go through the ropes. I didn't. I legit didn't know where I was. It hits me so hard in the jaw. I couldn't eat the next day. <laughs> and that's off that first shot. But I still remember being there's a bit with a bat as well. Yeah, and he hits me so hard with the bat, like I just saw stars. And I remember like watching, watching him, watching one. <laughs> where, where's he now? Is he? Uh, but yeah, I think that was it, like that. And then the, the the throwback at the end with the hand in the back of the ball and stuff. Like yeah. I think I was sitting on the apron, and then I was kind of like, I was like nah, maybe I've got them. And I think that was one of the ones where it was like, I mean, we had we had quite a few like logistical nightmares, people dropping out and stuff like before that. But I think that was the one where it was like, I know what, like. Something falls through. We can kind of we put our heads together. We can work out something that's maybe better, like or at least yeah. like shows that you know we're not just here for. Well, you had the panic. You the panic with Kingston this time, didn't you? Yeah, well, who calmed you down? Well, yeah, exactly. I, I think I sent out about three uh, three fucking uh, DMs to people and go like, Eddie Kingston's not coming. Can you come instead? Did that nearly happen? So on the Wednesday before our show, Eddie posted on Instagram, and he himself, I think, also panicked. He got to um, uh, immigration, got through the, like the security guards, um, like the police were like, oh. It's Yep, that's all fine. Um, and then there was one woman in immigration who was like, nah, you're not getting in. Like, you need this visa or whatever. And it was, the thing is, it got sorted within 24 hours. Martin Zaki at Fight Club sorted it within 24 hours. So it's obviously not, it's obviously not uh, a, a massive issue. He just, I think he's hit like a job's worth yeah. um, at Dublin Airport. But it really was like, oh, fucking hell. Right, how many meet and greets have we paid out for? Uh, was people paid for? Right, I don't uh, yeah. What was your plan? So my plan, mm. I messaged Burrs and said, "Don't worry about it. I'll make chicken salad <laughs> or the chicken shit. Make me GM for the night. Yeah. I'm gonna run the entire show like Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> and then I was gonna insert myself in the main event as a guest referee. Yeah. And just I was gonna get people to throw me cans of cold brew coffee. <laughs> And that was my plan. Isn't everyone no, glad you that think Eddie about, Kingston turned up? No, <laughs> you think about that. It would have been a fun. I mean, it would have been a fun night. To be cool. fair, it would have been cool. Um, no, but I think that's but there's a couple of times. Yeah, this has happened. And like mm-hmm. the, I think the something happened with the shreddabration. Oh, I had a broken ice socket. Um, yeah, yeah. So we had the you know. Wasn't that our, supposed to be a match? Taking our feet and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't remember. Well, no, because it was it was meant to be the announcement of Aussie Open, wasn't it? Yeah, it was meant to be something yeah. in that. That's spot. what it became, wasn't it? Um, it became the announcement of Aussie Open. Yeah. Uh, but there was something else that was meant to be happening because you were injured at that point. I can't fucking. I don't know. I think it was. I think it might have been meant to have been a, um, a full match. Um, yeah, yeah there was. Yeah, I think there was. We ended up just doing an abduction instead. It's easier, isn't it? Just yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, that was, that was that was caught really well on camera. Literally, the camera turns around and Baz Ban just grabbed a aforementioned girlfriend of Shreddy the artist formerly known as <laughs> she charged us eight grand for that spot <laughs> she charged Shreddy eight grand for that spot <laughs> hope she doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> hope Shreddy doesn't oh, yeah, well. Shreddy does well there's a thing in there everyone listens like you were saying like the last time because you yeah. mentioned someone like oh you could have put Kingston and Rory on as in, you guys were running through the card because mm. um, I listened to it because it took me off and they listened to it um, and the rest and then Spike <laughs> a lot of rat fucking bastard Spike was like oh 
they're saying they could put them port. Fuck you, mate. You listen to those reactions, you fucking Tory. He, and he also said, he said that one, it was one hour, Although, and 32 would, minutes and yeah. 25 seconds before they mentioned yeah. this. No, that's yeah. the was like, do you listen to us, Mike? <laughs> so I'm doing that. Uh, well, well, I'm doing, 55 yeah. minutes in, so. As he's getting better, he's getting but better. I, but I will give him this, though, that I watched the, it was nice to be able to actually watch the main event the other night. Mm. Uh, and that was great. Like, I, yeah. it was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. What a piece of shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> What a piece of shit. I like his new pants, but what a piece He's of shit. He's a phenomenal piece of shit. Wow. He is, yeah, he is. What he a is. turd. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, before we go on to the next card, because I, I was going to just quickly go back to, um, after that, you know, you had, um, uh, you faced Aussie Open. Um, yeah, that, that was, was a hard one, because obviously them guys very much have like, a, they have they have like a, a style. Like, yeah. a, like, a, like a wrestling style. And that was the that was at the first Let the Cannons Fly? Like yeah. Back in I March think like, 2018. I I struggled with that one because like at that stage I was still like I didn't really know what we were what I was doing yeah. and stuff like that and then looking back I, I spoke to Kingston about this other night after the show and um, I was saying there's a bit at the start where like I think Kyle Fletcher did like a sleep and a leap and he split his legs and I rolled through mm. did a literal roll through and there's a legit like huh? from the crowd they're like he can roll. He can roll. <laughs> Why is the fat man rolling? Um, and it was very strange. I love how the wrestlers get it. They'll, they'll do like a moonsault. And they're like, oh shit, he can moonsault. For you. <laughs> he can roll. He can roll. Um, yeah, and I think like that, that one was a, that one was like, it was, um, it was a little, a little bit hard, a little bit hard for me because mm. I took every fucking move. Um, and then the, the sweet, the Sweet Jesus one was that next? Or was that before? The Sweet that? Jesus one was probably was another that? weird one where it was like, oh God, you're over. Yeah. Well, again, because uh, I think Aussie Open is different. Aussie Open at that time were like very much in the zeitgeist. They might have had the progress titles or getting close to them or something yeah. like that. So they were still over, but you guys started going over. But then yeah. it was, the next one was Sweet Jesus, who, you know, no disrespect to them, but they were over everywhere, everywhere else yeah. in the country. And then you guys came out and it was like, the crowd just popped off. Well, it was one of them where, like, when we watched it back, you felt it change. Yeah, you talked to like, Chuck about this, didn't you? On yes, he was on Desert Island Graps. Yeah, and, uh, and he oh was, yeah, so let's stop a second. So Chuck Mambo's been on Desert Island Graps, yeah. Have you? Never done it yet. Have a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser Thomas has been on Desert. He's going to be on Desert Island Graps, right? Exclusive clip in this podcast. The guy that. The guy that fucking pit Tom Campbell forward to you, who's true? Pit him forward. Is yeah, that is. He's not even on Desert Island Grabs. Oh, Chop, do you want to be on Desert Island Grabs? <laughs> oh, sorry, you. Uh, yeah. Chop, <laughs> don't fucking get me in Jesus. <laughs> Chop, get a handle of your stuff. Get a, get a hold of them. But <laughs> I have can listened. We, I have listened. Any, to a okay, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's do, let's do a Indie Wrestling is Dead podcast exclusive. Uh, Rory Crow, would you like to be a guest on Desert Island Grabs? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck yourself then. You won't be. Tom of Campbell course you would. Tom Campbell swore. I'm I breaking him. I'm slowly breaking him. <laughs> I the thing is, I think like we could see that Tom's broken already because even at the shows now, he's like, welcome to North fucking wrestling. And he can see. I think it was. see the new faces in the crowd who have been brought in by a cult holic go. So what did, what did Chuck say about it? Was um, Chuck a bit like. He, he said that he's, he was a bit like, oh shit, man. He, re- he regrets that they, like, he doesn't feel like him and Bill handled it the right way. They said. Chuck said. Chuck said. Like, you remember they took the piss out of me when I said this at the time? And they yeah. they said they should have called an audible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> oh, they said it for the rest of the day, didn't they? The Chuck's still saying it now. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, he, that was one where it, it um 
Yeah, definitely. But I've had that in different mm. places where I've I've got in. People think that I'm going to get booed, and then you know people cheer you. It's uh, one of the hardest. It's one of the hardest things to gauge in wrestling. Sometimes, unless that person's just like crazy. fully fucking over yeah. and has been for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they're on the cusp of something, and there's a few yeah. wrestlers on the card at the minute where you feel right, you're on the cusp of something here, and you just think sometimes it's like. And that, I guess that's with experience now with booking. Sometimes you just have to kind of go like, I'm going to pop you in this match, which doesn't have too much of an impact on your momentum, really. But I just want to see how they rea- how the crowd react here before you can move it on next. Yeah. Like, And I think, you know, nowadays, you just don't have a fucking clue. Sometimes how people are going to... You react. can't gauge it, can you, sometimes? No. Unless you're Spike. Unless it's about you know everyone's going to be or you at North when you know everyone's But even pop. saying that, having said that, there was smatterings of cheers for Spike. No, more than that. Yeah. And that, that's that thing where it gets to like heel and face where you're like, mm, what is, you know, what's acceptable, what's not. Wasn't there a few for Shreddy? This, yeah, nah. that was Shreddy's nah. last. Nah, that, nah. that was uh, Shreddy's last. <laughs> that was Shreddy's family <laughs> members. Uh, and uh, it was Shreddy's last and um, uh, Rich, Big Richie. Big Rich. Uh, which is um, Shreddy's last's uh, dad. And uh, I've got to say this, he brought me lemon cheesecake and uh, chocolate cake from Liverpool. And um, so he did provide catering for the show. It was, it was outstanding. See, we it was excellent. If Coop, if Coop Chicken House is... is They've is been lovely to people in the past. Like me, we've, me yeah, they H- have. Me and H.T. Drake have gone in before a show. Yeah. He's, the guy's given us loads of... I bought it from them um, last time. Awesome. I tried to order a thing called Wing Mountain, but they got rejected. Because I don't think they're fifty wings, five sides, forty quid. I arrived at the show the other day and there was food. Freddie Kingston, yeah. He was signing like. So I had oh a, no, had always a good food, but I didn't. Yeah, no, was because I was I was added by my mother's day and I looked through his uh, Facebook and I seen that it was all the boys got invited to Coop Chicken one afternoon. Yeah, not me. Did we. Oh, I mean, I don't expect it because I guess being oh. the boss, but. Well, what's this? Yeah, they go after yeah, they put the picture because chop. I arrive when I want, <laughs> and I leave when I want, because Boris told me off for helping with the ring. <laughs> what the, when did I do that? He said, don't you do that anymore, I, well, Compared to what happened on Saturday with me, I had to fucking settle I need me. you up here with the, I need you up here in the office, going for the show. <laughs> <laughs> come in here, come That's here. That's what people say, no, you know. Papers. That's what everyone says, you know. What? Conor Ranshaw made a comment though, right? He said, well, Irish is the office, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, shut up, you fucking robot. <laughs> I let them believe. I let them believe. Mind you, malfunction. Yeah. Robo wrestler robot. 2000. <laughs> yeah, fucking big robot face fuck. So <laughs> let's, let's wind this one back. Well, right. After that then, I guess you went into the scramble and we're not talking about yeah. the actual scramble, but yeah. you won it at the end. And I think that was the only fucking thing that saved the booking of that scramble match was the fact that you got it at the end. And weirdly enough, I mean, I went like, I think there was a lot of other candidates to win the belt at that point. Um, I didn't want to win it. Back in, and you didn't want to win it. And you didn't, it wasn't <laughs> even, I don't want to keep it. It wasn't even <laughs> until the night of the show where I was like, no, it's happening. But there's a lot of other people who were like, nah, I'm not sure whether he's ready for it or not. I'm not sure whether. Who? Who? Who were they? Uh-oh. Oh. Like, Chop was one of them. <laughs> I wasn't working for you this question. Baz. Who's a fan? Baz Banner was one of them. Baz Banner was that um, Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. Um, uh, it was... Yeah, we well, hadn't wrestled for Defiant at that point. You were, you were pretty much working for North, 3CW, MEW. Cooper. Yeah. And it was very much the point where I was like, yeah, this, like, come on. Like, yeah. you have to, it has to be him. First, like, a proper organic, I think, North person that we'd had, where it was like, oh, you 
exemplified enough like from from day yeah. one. It had to be. Like, did you feel though when because the way that that scramble match ended very much felt like uh, Rory was was the was a heel champion. Nah. Him, and then, then, but then, obviously, your first looks defense that was way. no fun done. It looks that way, it but does. it popped off. Like, it, like the crowd literally went mad for it. And I think it, that was the point where I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, there's been about three different points where I've said that was the point. But, like, I think there, the North faithful had kind of gone, yeah, we're okay with That's that. Okay. We're okay with that. And then, as they say, the rest is history, I think. Slighting them, hitting old rampers with that DDT. <laughs> Did you say Mamma Mia in your ear? Was it? No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, there's loads of stuff that's never been picked up. I notice now the fan, like fans are starting to pick up on the tapes. I noticed after that last show. Where the, what they're actually written on has got like yeah. Primate, NCL. Yeah, and I, yeah, they, it's weird that it's taken them 23 shows. And every, yeah. Mm. To realise that. Um, yeah, it's so, yeah, there's loads of little things they probably never noticed. I think if anyone watches the footage of would Spike pin me? I'm laughing. Because it's finally gone. <laughs> <laughs> I could let the jet and lay looking at the lights, just laughing. Because that's going, why I love Just going, about. it's fucking thank fuck that belt's gone. Like, I was just so happy. Well, at the back, of, give me a bit of boot space. I was just <laughs> at the back. Of your car. But that was that was what I loved about <laughs> I the carried the matches. Fuck me, I carried it. Yeah. Was how that as you came out, like you looked like beaten down and then you had like a little moment where you went shaking off away we go was but, it was, but it was just <laughs> but it was little subtleties that dropped in and I which, which didn't go unnoticed which is, that, which is where I think the character of Rory Coyle and this is why you sit around this day if you went back two years ago and we said oh do you want to be on a podcast you said absolutely fucking not no fucking way where the character of Rory Coyle for better or worse has bled into the actual person like the Irish it's, it's now, so weird yeah but I it's think quite worrying like Fuck me, I think my internet history. <laughs> I, my porn of choice has taken a strange road. Is, is the good lady still on that sofa in my life? Uh, yes, she is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is the thing, right? So, hmm. I think, yeah, I think there would have been a certain amount. It was finding like a sweet spot because, like. Are we still talking about your porn history? It's <laughs> um, <laughs> been a sweet spot where, like, the the more authentic I got and the more real mm. I got, the more people would buy in. I mean, same with the Defiant stuff. Like, every promo on Defiant is just, it just used to say in the sheet, uh, Rory, Co- Rory promo, yeah. um, Jake Roberts. Like, that's, <laughs> what, that's what it would say. Direction. And it would be, like, it would be the style, yeah. Rory promo, Raven. And that's the direction ah. I got. Like it was just like, so go the, out the content was say what you do. say what you think. Unlike at the North shows, obviously where I script all your promos. Oh well, <laughs> unlike at the North shows where Bowers never gives me the mic, and then always gets worried that every time I got the mic, I was just going to quit. Um, I mean, that was that was a genuine. And the, thing. the Kingston, even the Kingston one, like nothing's mm. ever planned. Um, it was weird to cut a promo in the ring with mm. Eddie Kingston. It was weird to watch because I was like, oh shit, is he is he going to be judging this? Yes, mm. I didn't know he's done. No, but the um, thing about Eddie Kingston is, as we found out, is like, and I know I was, I was joking in some ways, but also not joking. I was like, I'm a bit terrified. <laughs> oh, I, I booked Eddie Kingston, yeah. and when I first met him, I was like, Oh my god, this seemed is like Kingston. the nicest guy, sweetest guy. But then when his music hit, mm-hmm. and he looked Switch. at me and laughed, I was like, Motherfucker! Yeah, I was like, I want to fuck. I want to kill like you. My, that's my favorite like thing that I've ever found, and you, you know it happens. But like, for, again, lifting you know the curtain is being backstage 
seen some wrestlers, not all wrestlers, go from normal person who I get on with really well to then like, all right, my music's going to come on in a minute. My opponent's just gone out. Right, here I go. And it's like, some people you can fist bump on the way out. Some people you yeah, just I leave alone. Eddie Kingston was 100% one of them. Do you fist bump me, Trump? No. I'm scared fucking shitless. <laughs> well, you're in the back bit, aren't you? And then it's like, up until like, because we've cut all the stuff. Yeah, so your music just goes, gang, gang, gang. Straight past the like, <laughs> <"Shum." laughs> yeah. You just say this fucking bag. Like Sky Sports. <laughs> bang, bang, fuckers. And he's uh, out with uh, that fucking curve. Like Sky Sports. Sometimes now I do a little hop before I go out. Yeah. Yeah, I do a little hop. Is that your little nudge and wink? Like, just to make myself laugh. Well, uh, that's what I was trying to explain on the mm. documentary. Is oh, was it? Was it? It was a switch. <laughs> but you used it. But you used the term <laughs> prima donna. <laughs> oh, he took everything I said before. That was all the prima donna. That's what I was trying to explain. Doing. That seems like after I put my shovel away. That seems like some reverse engineering going on there. The the weird thing was the more real all the promos got. Like a lot of stuff I say about UK wrestling, I hundred percent think. Yeah. And if I was in the room, we. Someone with a big nose would say exactly the same thing. Um, yeah, that's true. So, and it's just like, but the, the the weird thing is like, you can't. Oh well, you can't say that. Why mm. why can't I say it? Yeah, I like, find why, that. Why can't I say that I don't like this thing that's going on? It's great for people that it's happening, Dave, but I don't like it because it's affecting. But I also think me. that, like on the whole, anyway, and I think with wrestling being wrestling and it is entertainment, I feel Tom's I don't, asshole just tightened. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Know. I don't see. I don't see the point. If if you're this big corporation and somebody at some point has said, you know, like dropped a f bomb or like, because I've had that where people don't want to do promos with swearing in them at North because it might affect. Yeah, and that's all. Or they don't want to be in the same ring. They don't want to be in the ring with me when I do something. And I, I don't, I don't think that's their fault, but that's because it will stop them from yeah. doing the job. That's fucking ridiculous. If you yeah. ask me, like you should be. It's, able to it's do... not. It's not their fault. Like it's not no, their not fault that, and they're obviously under like a lot of pressure. And, and stuff. I also don't think it's the fault of anyone for taking a contract as well yeah. and expecting. It's fucking great for them. It's yeah. Great. But I think the way that things are going, I'm a little bit like. Which brings me on to a fan question. I thought this question would be perfect Ooh. for Rory Coyle to answer, and it was. Triple H claims that independent wrestlers don't get paid or paid properly. Do you agree, or is he full of shit? And that's from PD Stopford Eleven on on Instagram. There's no source. I couldn't find any source of Triple H. Triple H he's referring to that. the he's referring to the Corey Graves uh, podcast. Right, that's what he's referring to. And Tom okay. probably knows because he covers like the news and stuff. Yes, I've heard him say this before. So you'll know. What I'm going to quickly jump yeah. in from a promoter's point of view. We talked about this in the car, mm-hmm. and I I think that does nothing. But bury independent wrestling. It buries independent promoters. As a, I again, I used to be in bands, so I've done the passion project thing and worked for fuck all. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some shit promoters in music, in wrestling, <laughs> in everything out there. There's also good promoters, which I think I'm not going to lie about it. I think I'm one of the good ones. There's fucking loads of good ones in Britain. To say that they don't get paid or don't, or paid properly, I think all it's doing is burying independent wrestling yeah. as like a non-legitimate thing that people can't go and yeah. see. And I think that's a fucking bullshit. You might not get paid as much as your talent deserves, but that's in any industry. You know you say you wanted Iris to answer this. Did you <laughs> want to answer this? I feel, like you've, I feel like this has been sort of... Well, you're annoying. Like, no, but, it's annoying because Bob I think there's a problem yeah. just under your kidneys for quite some time. Now. Yeah, I, I think it's just left of the rum. I think it's <laughs> a prom. I think as a promoter, I think you get a bad rap sometimes, and I think that that quote in itself, paid, you don't get paid or paid properly. Firstly, I think that's bullshit because if you go back through last night uh, on Saturday, everyone fucking got paid. Everyone who works on this show. Yeah, that's what fucking paid. <laughs> but, So, what he's referring to is where he said uh, some. 
he just, and this is the weird thing, he just starts talking about the death of UK wrestling. Why? I don't think he's prompted, but it's obviously, you know, it's in the back of his mind or something like that. Why I mean, they, they, so? they bring it up because, yeah. I think, because Corey Graves is talking about it, and then they go on to talk about how yeah. Shawn Michaels is running NXT UK. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think there is some, some prompt yeah. to it. But uh, So yeah. then he says that, like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not a case of these, you know, places going out of business. The places going out of business are the places that pay you. You know, twenty dollars when they said they give you fifty dollars are the places that won't pay That's you, different. and they don't have a paramedic, and they've got a shit ring and stuff like that. So mm. He's full of fucking shit, right? <laughs> he's a fucking lying bastard. And why is he not a lying bastard? Because he works for a big company and he's trying to, mm. you know, put the best foot forward. Of course he is, but it's bollocks, right? Mm. Because I worked for fucking Defiant. Defiant paid me before every fucking show, before I even turned up into the building. Defiant had a fucking medic there who fixed my shoulder before I wrestled fucking Gabe Kid. They had a fucking medic for every single show. The ring was fucking perfect. I was looked after. It had high production value. Yeah. I was given free reign. I was given four weeks of TV where it just said, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do when you're champ? And I was like, I want to host a fucking live funeral for one of my best friends. That was. I want to fucking have a casket. I want to set a man on fire. That was a really fucking It's like, good. cool, let's do it. So Defiance stopped. Defiant ran out because the business model couldn't be maintained because a big company signed a lot of the big stars. Yeah. So all that stuff about not getting paid, about shit rings and stuff like that, it's a pile of fucking shit. And also, if you're not getting paid, you're an independent contractor, it's up to you to get paid. Mm-hmm. So I always, like, I've always been paid exactly the same amount. Anytime I've been hurt, um, I wrestled for BWR, death match. I walked past four paramedics mm-hmm. to make sure my dog was okay. Then one of the paramedics came over. We had a paramedic per person in that match. Fucking hell. And he was like, right. I can see you've got a cut in your nose. Let's you see why I don't do deathmatch wrestling? Because like, fuck me, that's expensive. He was like, let's see about that. Like, uh, Clint Majero's in the match. Uh, Caden was in the match. Tyler Devon was in the match. Mm. Um, and it's like, we had a paramedic each mm-hmm. for that match. Ring was perfect. Like, I got paid exactly the amount I asked for. Mm-hmm. And then the booker came and went, you did more stuff in that match that I ever requested of you. I want to give you this amount more. And I was like, no, no, it's fine, mate. And he's like, no, no, I want to give you this amount more. But now, you know, if they go out of business, you know, it's because they don't have a paramedic, you fucking lying bastard. Well, I think that's uh, the thing. And I think, I think the, the promotion, that's the thing I don't understand about this stuff. Because the promotions that he's talking about, we, and we all know about it. Oh, yeah, like there is a level, but, yeah. but that's some not of the for ones them that to, have stopped. I don't feel like that's, that's yeah. for WWE to sort out. I think that's for but people that's, who are working in the industry and uh, in British wrestling now yeah. to. A, it's up to me to provide a better standard of care to my guys on my roster, which I think we're trying to do, and I think we're getting there, and I think we are. We're a good show and a, and a safe show to work for. Yeah. Well, we have a medic. Yeah, we've got a medic. I don't even know his name. Uh, Stuart, he's lovely. We have a medic. We have a mas- masseuse. masseuse. Yeah. Um, the ring is perfect. Yeah. The production's fine. We're given, you know, you're given creative yeah. control on some of the stuff you're doing. You're given input and stuff you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, but if if a big company came, and I'm not necessarily saying it has to be WWE, if a big company came and started snatching up all those people and saying, by the way, yeah, you know, you can't do these dates because it clashes with us, yeah. and then you went out of business, it wouldn't be because you didn't tick all those boxes. Yeah. It would be because there's a, bigger, there's a bigger fish there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's a whale in the market. So you know what, Trips? Yeah, go You're full of shit. shit. 
There you go. I think that was a very interesting. Go on. But no, no, no. I, no, I agree. I just think there's, there's. A, I think we talked about there is a good, there's a, there's a wide amount of difference between mm-hmm. like promotions like North and BWR that look after their people. And mm-hmm. I think it's more. I the more I see a, like there's with with some big exceptions yeah. like Defiant going. Yeah. There's a. I see a lot of smaller companies who get frustrated and shut down. Yeah. So well, like you're like the Northeast yeah. is 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 oversaturated yeah. for wrestling, yeah. and it almost and a lot of and with the greatest respect, a lot of promotions feel. like... Like oh I I can't get booked anywhere else I'm bored I'll start a wrestling promotion yep. yeah and it's like there's no room for it and there's no infrastructure for it so yes. like, I'm not saying I ain't saying no 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 but, the, but the it's thing, but it's one of them yeah the thing yeah. is too like it's not like the guys have the contracts and there's some of them are like the nicest guys yeah, in the world, yeah. and some of them are amazing and they're mm. not being like, they're being wasted or whatever Joseph mm. Connors yeah um, but it's not just that it's not the contracts is the issue it's the fact that there's this Big thing in the market, and if you're a punter and you have forty quid for the month mm-hmm. that you you're going to spend on wrestling, mm-hmm. it, that's got a name value because that's where all the guys want to. A lot of the guys want to work there because that's what they grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Um, as a punter, you're probably going to spend your forty quid on that big whale mm-hmm. than you are going to spend on two of the small fish. It very much depends on your mentality. So it does affect the market. I would imagine most people sitting around this table are the ones who want to go and seek out something that's a little bit more. Uh, where where we are like wrestling fans who are very committed to being a wrestling fan, I would say. So mm. I don't. I might, even, I don't I, even like that. Look at this choice this week, though. If it had been a WWE show on or an NXT show, say, yeah. or what we put on with Eddie Kings, yeah, you know, it would have been a case of. There's, there's no brainer really yeah some it. people would go to the NXT one and the more polished stuff some people do like to seek out and he's laughing well, because you know I stumbled and he, he stumbled because he, he was like acting the big balls after the show wasn't he and he called Eddie Kingston Eddie Dennis about 10 times in a row right. he said no, no, yeah, right. Right. no no Tom can you clear this up for me now, now the reason that Chop does this is down to me because when I was because I am one to practice my announcements and twice as I was practicing, I said Eddie Dennis, and, I <laughs> and then you forgot and your I, cards, and I, and I forgot my cards, oh, man, got, yeah. which is why, which is why normally I go, ah, oh, fine, we'll just wing it. But I was so terrified of saying Eddie Dennis, <laughs> I want have, it written down in he front. Would have stabbed you. That's what I'm thinking. Like that man, I came out to do a bit, and he just said, "Give me the mic, motherfucker!" Like you, hey, you can have it twice on Sunday. There you go. That was my favorite <laughs> bit when, when Tom's arm went so quick. Give me the mic, motherfucker. It's all yours, mate. Before <laughs> you finish the sentence, the mic. I'm away. I'm away. <laughs> Mike was there. Tom had ordered a Mike dropped from the ceiling. <laughs> Speak your truth, hun. I'm good. But it was my like, favorite part of that though was just quickly was when uh, Carl played his uh, played your music after the promo, and Eddie Kingston goes, "Motherfucker, is that the one from the Sky Sports documentary?" Who's playing? <laughs> Let me fucking talk. It wasn't even chop. <laughs> Still haven't paid the dues though. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, I think that the thing is as well. I would say fundamentally, just to just un- un- put this as a as a last thing I don't think there isn't room that makes a double nugget over there for a bigger fish in UK I don't like I think it's nice to have I mean Rory Coyle's showing me the wank off sign <laughs> at this point but I don't I think it's having something and when it first happened <laughs> Bowser's now receiving it <laughs> I was happy I'm happy for my promotion to be the one that makes uh, makes people and, and we have to be creative to get people to go to the next part having the carrot of actually having a wrestling contract at a bigger country uh, a bigger company in this country I think it's a good thing yeah I think maybe some of the restrictions that have come, come in place ain't that good 
But for us, it's never really. It, I think it's, it's never Point bothered. North. <laughs> it's never fucking bothered us though. It's never changed us. So really, there's an, there's enough wrestlers coming through that like I genuinely think if if a company is versatile enough mm. that when those when those people do go, yeah. people do get snapped up, then yeah. there's there's other people ready to go. Uh, you've got you've got to be able to do that. If you can't book a show without without four NXT UK, oh, and guys, I don't mind, then but I don't mind anyway because when they go to NXT, they get more expensive anyway. So it's like, hey, see you later, there guys. You go, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I just realised that oh, I've slagged off big trips. I'm not going to get the same now. Oh, oh, we all you stay, well, stay with us forever. Oh, I won't get to do the promo classes in the PC. Oh, I'd, oh, I'd, I would love. I can't wait for the day. Oh, for the day <laughs> on on WWE.com, there's Rory Coyle next to Timothy Thatcher in a performance center T-shirt. Could you imagine? Oh my You'd god, you look so fucking. You love to see it. You love to see it. Who's this make a wish rest? You look make a wish rest. You look so miserable. Who's this reporter from the dirt sheets? <laughs> How did he get in the door? Oh. Who's this blogger? <laughs> right. NCL twenty three, heavy than air, Saturday first February, just gone. Question from Matty with an X eighteen on Instagram. How does it feel seeing a sold out show? Is that directed at us, Tom, with the pre-show? We were we sold, sold out, out the pre-show, pre-show, baby. Before we sold out the main show. I was pretty happy. fucking happy. Now, that was the it, so- it was the softest sellout we've ever done, anyone's ever done, though, because it was a couple of guys came up to buy tickets probably halfway through first match. Um, and went over, the, went over to the... Um, and it was, I mean, we saw that to the way that it's set up and is comfortable. The Riverside has had 600 people in there before. That's fine. 400 of those people didn't, or 300 of those people didn't have a good view and couldn't see a fucking thing. Mm. I'm not about that. And we've got quite a big merch stand. So the way that we're set up, we sold out comfortably. So okay, can you, can you say how, how high that number goes? So if we were to move the table back a little bit, yeah. you could probably fit in 300 people. Which I right. still think is not bad for an independent yeah. wrestling show. We got yeah. to 286. Right. We came in with the doorman and doorman went, yeah, you can't let anyone else. The way that he's set up now, you can't let anyone else. Well, so I was like, fuck that. We've sold the fuck out. 23 of them. Such a successful sellout that even Meltzer talked about it. Oh, he did, yeah. It was now, now, have you read <laughs> the thing I sent you? Tom, not really. No. Right. Look at Tom Camp. Look at his face when he goes to read the news. He's so excited. No, no, no. See, no, because I, I want to... Tom wanna... gets up so early in the morning that it's when I wake up for work, which I live like 10 minutes away from, I wake up at like half eight in the morning. Tom's been up since like five or whatever the fuck it is. And I get a text and I, it's the first thing I read. Ding, I'm ding, like, ding, ding, ding. Morning, this is a thing, this is like, a thing. yeah, fine, whatever. Cool. That's really cool. And then so, go back to sleep. So uh, the Wrestling Observer <laughs> reported on this and I want to read verbatim what they've put, oh, right? North Wrestling coming off a so I could do this in Meltzer's voice uh, North Wrestling coming off a Sky Sports documentary on the company sold out for the first time last night with 286 fans in Newcastle UK and then it goes into the card <laughs> Shreddy and Connor Renshaw beat Liam Slater and Alexander Henry fine so far uh, Roxy beat Danny Luna Antifon Police beat Amir Jogan <laughs> and G Money <laughs> G money and a bit joking. Uh, Rory Coyle beat Eddie Kingston in a no DQ match. Yep. TK Cooper beat HD Drake. Gia Dams. <laughs> Damn Gia. Over Kurt Fraser Thomas and Zoe Knox. <laughs> Zoe Knox. I love <laughs> I'm a big fan of Kurt Fraser Thomas and Zoe Knox. Oh. Can we get your friend John to do a Photoshop of Zeo Knox with a wig on or something oh. like that? John! Can you Photoshop Zeo Knox to look like Zoe Knox? <laughs> is, is, Thank you, mate. Is who's the Fraser one? Go through that again. Kurt Fraser Thomas. Is Kurt Fraser Thomas related to Fraser 
Kirk Porter. Porter. <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> so you, are they related? I'll ask Matthew. Oh, the weirdest thing about that actually just quickly there's somebody tweeted um, I think you mentioned you mentioned Desert Island Graps with Fraser Thomas somebody who's never heard of North Wrestling mm. tweeted you mean Fraser Porter <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love cool. that uh, but yeah, thanks to Jordan Clark for sending in the wrestling of Ah, Jordan. So Jordan yeah. Clark, but obviously I don't know whether he sent it via like a, a really, a really, oh, a really badly it. written carrier pigeon <laughs> or via Jordan. gramophone. I don't know. Jordan would have got it right. I know Jordan Clark, and he's been there since NCL one. So I think I think Meltzer wasn't listening when Meltzer picked up the rotary phone. Uh, wrestling observer. <laughs> I think that's. The Gia, Zoe Knox. Okay, that's fine. So I think I think two hundred eighty six people. I think we can move some stuff around uh, and get to three hundred. But honestly, I think any more than that, and we're all there, I don't think you'd be able to see properly. There I'm, was a I'm few really people not... complaining that they couldn't see yeah. the big tall people moving in front of them. Yeah, that's a thing, and I'm going to put that out as a PSA. If you're like, I'm a, I'm a, a man of incredibly average height. Um, you're a midget. I'm about the same size as you. No, you're not. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". <laughs> 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 well, this guy's sports stock. <laughs> he was. So, um, yeah. If you're really tall, just take a step back or just turn, turn, just look around. You're not going to miss much of the show. Just look around. Have a little look. See if there's like somebody really small and then just let them stand in front of you. It's fine. Anyway, Aww. little PSA there. Um, yeah, really good to sell out a show. Really, really happy with that. Um, I think we'll, you know, with a bit of like moving of the merch stand and get a few more people in. So we might get up to 300. Let's just hope it wasn't the Eddie Kingston Rob, eh? Because it might have been. Might have been a bit of that. Might have been, yeah. We'll see. We'll more, see. more imports. That import battle royal you're going to do <laughs> for the next show. Just in Thunder, Thunder Lake, I'm talking about bringing him back out of retirement. I think, I think, yeah. You heard about the Whitley Bay thing through, I think Drew Shardlow <laughs> got in touch with him and said, Jushin, do you want to come to Whitley Bay? I want Jushin versus Benji. The fire well, Jushin sta- versus Big Rig. Jushin, don't worry about it. The fire station doesn't have any door staff on it anymore. It's opened up one. <laughs> You'll fucking love it. <laughs> What do we recommend? So, introduction of tag team titles, as talked about briefly before by Rory Coyle. Thoughts? I think it went over quite well. Think people were happy. What wonderful time. We've got no question. Whose kidney did you sell to now get at a point where we can bring in tag titles? Stole them off uh, one of the companies that shut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I actually have not some t- tag titles in my. Yeah. yeah. Can, you just, like, can we just put. Paint them yellow. Polar bear I'm on them. Undefeated uh, 3CW tag champion. Oh yeah, had them belts for a kind of while now. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think I've lost one. Have you? I've just been in the boot of your car. I've got just it. like the North Championship was for fucking a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's actually you always see the clip of it. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Anyway, so <laughs> I think, but I think it's great. I think it's a long time coming. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we'll be releasing a bit more information on the kind of like the brackets, the way it's the way it's going to work. Because I want to have it done by the end of this year. It'll probably be either the the final will either be on the anniversary show in August or the one after that in October. Wow! So it's a long, it's a year long feud. Yeah, so I love be, it. So yeah, so we're going to have six matches in the first round, which then gives you six winners. So you then have three matches in the second round, and then we have three winners, and then in the final we have a good old. Dumb North three-way tag Yay! Match. That's nice, that, because that is our match, isn't it? Exactly. That's our match. A lot of people don't like it. Tag. A lot I'm of people like it. Well, Why? You booked it. Ta- uh. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's a tag team tournament. It should be the final two fucking teams. Why? Uh, no, but, but I, as a tag team, I, ag- not a I agree. I agree in any normal sense, but North does have yeah. a little bit of a semi-on for a bloody good triangle tag Or match. the equivalent of a semi-on. 
What's that? Wide on. A wide on. <laughs> on does yeah. have a wide on. It has a wide on for, for, uh, a, for, for a, a triangle tag match. match. Like if well, you look back, there's a uh, copycat who wants to tag team up with you. Oh yeah, there was a question that came in. That was a nice segue, wasn't it? Beautiful. Chris Kinlock on the Facebook fan group in a recent Twitter <laughs> thread about putting a landed gentry in a hair versus hair match against the Lost Boys. Ring of Honor star Vincent seemed to be proposing a team with you yeah. or having a match against you. Got any thoughts? Uh, yeah, the so the horror yeah, king, isn't it? yeah, the horror king. Um, we yeah, we talk, we talk fairly often. Um, he's he's cool. Like I like his stuff. Um, Shreddy, bless him. So I don't know if you remember this. Vincent released a promo as build up for one of their big Ring of Honor matches, mm. um, and the pacing was very similar to mine. Mm. And we talk, like we we do actually like normally he'll post something, I'll comment on it. He'll, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'll slide into his DMs, Ariba, um, and uh, then he'll slide back into my DMs if I post a video and stuff. And we'll normally chat about stuff, or we'll, and then when he was over in the UK, he was asking, "Oh, can you make it down the show?" And I was like, "Oh, I was booked somewhere else that night." Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a thing. Like I'd love to do stuff with him. I was hoping something would have lined up when he was in the UK last time. Yeah, but the Ring, um, Ring of Honor ran in Coventry the same time as our show. Yeah, and it was just like it was one I couldn't get down there. So, uh, but now, like I, because you're working on North. Yeah, I'd be up for, <laughs> I'd be up for tagging with him. I'd be up for. What was the Shreddy anecdote that you missed? He skipped. Bless so him. Shreddy, bless him, uh, went on and uh, said, you know, when they made the really shit version of the Office. Yeah, and uh, it was just a blatant rip off. He's like, "This is a blatant rip off oh, of the ITV of version Rory Coyle." Um, and then the guy, uh, Vincent, in fairness, to him, didn't bite. He just replied, "Going, ah, oh, I know, I speak to Rory a lot. He's really good. Uh, I really like his stuff." Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And then I think uh, Shreddy sent him a message like, "Oh look, mate, I didn't. Mean, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> he dropped his pants. He, did, he didn't mean offense. Uh, but it's yeah, it's that thing where like there is similarities because it's weird. He looks at all the same." There's not many like horror. Yeah, he's all inspired by the same stuff. Like I know he's a big Rob Zombie fan, yeah. um, and he loves like the Devil's big ass beard and stuff like that. And um, he's done. He put a video out the other day, and it's got like the intro sounds similar to the, my old intro music, right. where it's like the radio static and stuff like that. Yeah. But mine is inspired by the trailer for the Devil's Rejects, mm-hmm. and his is so we've, we're looking at the same source basically. That's what it is. We're looking at the same stuff. But he's, he's cool. He seems like a really yeah, cool you guy. I mean, if it gets me in the Ring of Honor, yeah, I'll fucking edit the video for you, Vince. Don't worry about it. But now he's, he's cool. Like there's, there is a similarity there, but it's like it's like the old Wyatt similarity and stuff yeah. like that. It's the same source material and the same stuff that inspires. Is that the bit, so. Are you referencing when Paz Band thought the uh, the Wyatt family were ripping off Sons of Ulaid rather about NTL four? <laughs> we'll leave that. We're not talking about that too much. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. I don't think they were that, but then I would do stuff, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is like that thing Bray Wyatt did." And it's like, "No, no, this is mm. because we're watching the same mm. movies, and you know, we're yeah, well, yeah exactly." Yeah. I think from that like horror scene as well, there is you you are gonna get an overlap, yeah. and it's like a thing with Jimmy as well. Like I, someone mm-hmm. tweeted the other day saying like, "Unpopular opinion: Rory Coyle is is better than Jimmy Havoc." And I reply, going, yeah, it's unpopular with me as well. Because yeah. I, re- I really like Jimmy's stuff. But you must have been a bit influenced by Jimmy. Like, um, Jimmy and it's that thing where it's like, I I do stuff that I'm I, either I'm inspired by Jimmy or, you know, we like the same thing because he's a horror fan as exactly. well. Or like, he'll do something. And then the good thing about it was that guy was really horrible to Jimmy. There was no reason for it. And obviously Jimmy's on a bigger stage now. Mm-hmm. He's on AEW and he's doing class. 
And then we just started having a chat. I was like, you know, are you still getting? And he's like, oh, mate, you know, it's really crap. I'm getting the shit. We just started sharing dog pictures. It was fantastic. <laughs> he was sending me pictures of Kip Sabian's dog, and I was sending him pictures of Newt. And he was like, mate, this is the best. That's this is the it. best day ever. And I was like, how oh. wholesome. See, see, that's two a, guys that's that a Twitter put their hands inside video players and beat the shit in each other at uh, TNT in Liverpool, trading dog pictures. Um, see, but yeah, that's, that's a, example. people call me shit Jimmy Havoc. People yeah. call Jimmy shit Rory Coyle. It's like, we're just... We're just Really, lazy, both. Lazy we're really just both shit McFoley's. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, here's a quick shotgun question for you. We're not going to too long, but David Gill on Twitter, what's the best McFoley match? Um, uh, that, probably that Rumble one. Um, 2000. Is it the Rumble Triple H? Yeah, that's yeah. fucking good. Yeah, that's a good Although I've got a, off high spots, I got a nice, like, um, um, McFoley in Japan DVD. Mm. And like any one of them is amazing. Some great ones against Funk. Like some absolutely brilliant ones against Funk. Mm. But yeah, probably the one that I've. No, nah, you know what? No, nah, it's Sting. Which it's one? Sting. Is it the Bash at the Beach where they meet in the ramp? Yeah. Oh. They meet oh, in the ramp yeah. and they do that. This nice hot start and it takes a. Oh, yeah. it's that. I'm going to watch that actually. It's amazing. That is amazing. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched enough McFoley recently actually. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it. Technically, all that is uh, Cactus Jack. Oh, is it Cactus Jack? Yeah, one? It's a different guy. <laughs> The way, the one I like is the, the one he does a roll when he has his territory front match. Remember that one, night eight? Steve Austin's his commentary. Is this Terry Funk or Chainsaw Charlie though? No, he was actually Terry Funk. Oh, and Nick wasn't actually. He comes, it comes in as he was playing just Mick Foley. Yeah, because Vince oh, Man's yeah. having to fight for his job yeah. as Mick Foley. Don't and be he a gets character. a massive fucking cut on the top of his ears. Yeah, um, but it, it doesn't bleed out like loads. It's like a fuck, it's one of them deep cuts that just. Seeps out. Yeah. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch because if you read, if you read the Hardcore Diaries, yeah, he documents like all the stuff and there's all the bits where he's talking about. He's in the segment earlier in the night and he got hit this massive welt and then as he was cutting the promo, the the welt is swelling up on his on his eye and it was um, I think it was Funk hit him, hit him with a punch, and I think he'd hit him with like a load of them. Because normally he would hit him once with a punch, he just bust wide open, and he didn't for whatever bizarre reason. Just sods law, so Funk's just punching him in the head, and it's kind of like the amount of thought he put in this stuff is unbelievable. And, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of meaning to go through and just almost watch every little yeah. segment that he mentions yeah. in the book. There's a, there's is there is there a Mick Foley documentary that goes into like full detail like that? There's quite a few. Mick there's Foley there's documentaries, the Three yeah. Faces, isn't there? Yeah, um, Three Faces Foley. Mick, yeah, I'd love to. I need to read uh, Hardcore Diaries again. It's There's a DVD that so brought good. out years ago, um, which was, it's three discs. It's like WCW, ECW, mm. WWE, yes. And then the third one that brought out, a special edition one next year, was all the ones he did when he came back after retirement. Uh, so it was like the one against Randy Orton. Was it like called For All of Mankind or something? No, no, no. no. It, was, it was like, the, it was just purely matches. That was yeah. a documentary one, but there was right. just purely matches. Um so it was like the Rand. It was one he took on Ric Flair. He had the tag team where he came back to ECW with uh, Terry Funk and Taylor Edge. And it was it was Edge. Uh, no, tag team Edge versus yeah. Tommy Dreamer, the Sandman and Bueller. no, no, it wasn't Sandman. It was no. Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer and Terry Funk. Yeah, yes, yeah. There we go. It was Edge and Edge and um, Foley versus the Dreamer. The finish of that Funk. was sick as fuck when they fell through the, into the barbed wire boards. 
and, and then Fung got knocked on top of him and he got his fucking arm stuck in the bottom and had to cut him out. Well, it's fucking right, I'm going to watch some, I'm going to watch some Mick Foley. Yeah. Everyone to go home and watch some Mick Foley. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll go through the card then so the rest of the show. We'll, we'll do it. It's the review show, so we might as well try and review we'll it. try and review it. I've Rob, only seen two of these matches. Yeah. One, well, of, the thing them, is, one of them was in first person. The thing is, same here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roxy versus Danny Luna. Now, what do we think Skip of on. Roxy coming back? She's been in... Henry oh, Slater. we haven't done the first one. I thought we'd already talked about it. Alex Henry and Liam Slater versus Shreddy and Connor. What do we think of that? Someone on the uh, Facebook group, not a fan of Shreddy recently. I've noticed that. Um, not a fan of grammar either. Uh, or spelling. <laughs> <laughs> or cohesive sentences. But, the thing is, but I mean, who's a fan of Shreddy's a dick? He is a dick, but I tell you what, I think in ring, though, he's come on leaps and bounds yeah. he has he has uh, but the visual of the toilet roll getting struck oh, was fucked that was brilliant. amazing great way to start that's all and that's been organic as fuck that hasn't mm. even been like I mean the only person who tried to get the streamers which in a really unorganic way was Shreddy <laughs> <laughs> but then I think, and he but, thought it would be for him <laughs> but then but then part of the joy of that is because he tried to do something mm. for him that to, unorganically the yeah. crowd went actually we're going to go the opposite 40 rolls of toilet paper were thrown at that's that's amazing. And that was one of the hardest things Honestly, ever that's that I clean up. It's really wasteful. That's one thing I was doing. I was carrying it. I was like, oh, this is great visual. And then I looked down. I was like, it's very wasteful. The trees. It's really incredibly wasteful. Um, so obviously, no, actually, no, I used it to fucking wipe up all of Shreddy's baby oil. Oh. <laughs> Not, this is true. Like, this is true. There's a bit at the back, you know, where like the little offices in the back where everyone sits and watches and chops put where I should I should put chop over and say he's now got a massive monitor massive screen in there it looks absolutely brilliant but just before there there's a step there's this huge step before you get on the stage which is pitch black there's no light in there and you've got to be really careful because people you know get there's all sorts of bodily fluids shreddy turn around fucking baby oil just right there I went and stepped down and nearly fucking broke my back. So I was like, oh, I was like, shit, we haven't got anything. And I knew there was going to be more people coming through there for the next match. I was like, fuck, I have to be careful for you. I was like, what have we got to wipe it up? <laughs> what of toilet paper? I just picked it up. I was like, yeah, uh, it worked really well. No, perfect. <laughs> it was per- I'm ne- like, I've never, yeah, brilliant. Hot Slate, I was good in that match as well. It's great to see Liam back. Oh, yeah, 100%. He looks like he's enjoying it. He looks, uh, he seems, he yeah. just seems to. And that promo that he put out before uh, before um, the show, it, that's all of that is, you know, you talk about kayfabe and stuff. All of that is true. Everything that he's gone through. He really, really put his heart on the line with that promo. Very, very honest. And I, think, I didn't know you had a kid. Well, exactly, yeah. Well, I think that's it, you know? And he stepped up yeah. to that responsibility. You know, sometimes life, you know, it's, it's really difficult to balance wrestling and life anyway at the best of times, but sometimes it just becomes impossible. So to see him back, to see him in a completely different headspace to where he was the time before, just before he left. Because before he left, he wasn't happy at all. To have him back, to have him wrestling, to have him in North, to have him getting those rea- kind of reactions for people to still feel like Liam's, you know, relevant today, which he really, really is. I've, like I can't, as you know, I can't put Liam over enough. I, think yeah. I must have, I must have harassed him every fucking month at least when he was gone to come back. Um, yeah, it was a shame in that match. Obviously, him and Alex had a had a miscommunication. A malfunction at the junction. Shreddy hit a. The jacked hammer and a spear. Yeah, he did the jacked hammer. He did the jacked hammer. I thought he did. Oh, someone told me that he did a. It was a hanging. What's that, Steiner? Yeah, that's the one. Steiner screwdriver. That's what it was. Maybe that's okay. I thought he was. I thought he was going for a jacked hammer. I believe that is what he was wanting to use as his new finisher. Nice. Didn't quite hit it. So hit him with a spear. Oh, it was Connor, the big robot. 
because see, I didn't see it. Disappeared this for a couple of shows. Yeah, and then he's come back. I didn't see this one. You guys? I thought he was fine. I think he, it's, it's a weird um, juxtaposition with Shreddy and Connor. Yeah, as part of the same team. One talks too much. One doesn't talk. One, yeah. <laughs> but he's growing. Like his hair seems to be growing out now. So like they've obviously programmed him to like to grow some hair. Like he's been the, the robot has been. He's like a cheer pet. Cheer. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you know, watch Wayne's World. Cheer pet. They're little things that grow. You you walk them. They're like crests, aren't they? Yeah, they grow crests. Oh, I remember is there's a lot of people's girlfriends in there. Okay. And uh, is it Tia Carrera? Yes, she's in it, yeah. She was in that new RuPaul. Oh, oh God, it's amazing. You watched AJ, it? AJ, oh, God, AJ it in the green. It gets panned. It's awful. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. I, I love, love it. it. So yeah. I, just, I just signaled to uh, your good lady there, Tom, yeah. Tia Carrera, and then a little, a little <laughs> very nice symbol. Okay. And she gave me an absolute look at the score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think we started. Like, watching... average look I give you. <laughs> me, me, and the good lady started watching uh, AJ and the Queen, and um, it's good. Isn't it? We got you. You got about three. No, episodes. No, no. It's not good. It's awful. But it's like it's so good. It's so bad. It's so watchable. It, it, it does a full circle. Me and Chopper are so confused. You do you I know what RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> I know of it. I mean, it's basically wrestling. I don't watch it. It's basically wrestling, it is, right? It is, it is, the it missus got us watching that RuPaul series on Netflix. Is that the same? AJ thing? and the Queen. Is that what it is? The one where he's, he's on... The, and he's got the little kid that's a little fucking terrible. And, and the one where, the, where they constantly keep playing Ruby is no, running high. Chuffs like that. That's the thing he's pushing. Christ. Fucking great. It's, it's fucking it's great. It's so fucking bad. I two, love it. Watch it in two days. Love the bones. I, I watch it in one night. I love the bones. It's like it. it's, it's like, so bad. It's like some stupid American like daytime soap. Do you notice as well how, really... how, how basically every time he tells a joke, whoever's in the scene laughs at RuPaul's joke. <laughs> every time, like it's part of the script. Make, Make sure you laugh at RuPaul's bands. Otherwise, you watch much porn this week, you? Oh, here he is. Here he is, the lad, the Geordie lad. Let's talk about RuPaul. Like for a point. <laughs> I can't see shit because I've been watching The Crown the last few nights. Like. You bloody royalist. Right. <laughs> Tell her he, hey, he likes the Queen. Royalists don't pay their dues. Yeah, Is that what you're, one of them? All right, so the second match of the show, Roxy versus Danny Luna. What do we think oh. of Roxy coming back from VXV? Ah, oh, she had a great time, didn't she? She, yeah. she, locked, she started off that match and she hit her with a fucking shot that was stiffer than a Rory Curl Saturday night. Hey! Right. He's normally wrestling on a Saturday night. I was the Riverside Saturday night. No, no. I'd say like, I'd say like Pervert. a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is Wednesday afternoon. Oh! <laughs> Um, I, I've seen I've seen Danny Luna a couple of times. She's great, um, and she I saw I think I saw her at a Rev Pro show, and oh, like it's just scared shit to me. Like yeah. she just she just threw the other last she was in the ringway. She just threw her around like she was nothing. Yeah, uh, and like she She's reminded what? me a little bit of like um, in terms of facials and stuff like Pete Dunne a little yeah. bit like just that kind of like smash mouth style. She's one of those wrestlers, and we talked about this before. You know when it's like, oh yeah you are a wrestler already. Yeah. Like, feet. I don't know anything about training, but, like, feet in the right place, the way they hit, the way they look, like, the way they move around the ring. It looks like they've been there for fucking She just ever. signed as well. Like, she just signed just... NXT UK, and you can tell, like, why. It's, yeah. So I think, you know, that was a really, really good match. Uh, second tag team match of the tag team tournament, Andy Fun Police versus G-Money and Amir <laughs> Jobin. <laughs> <laughs> Halal Gammon, as they like to call themselves. Excellent. G Money. Very nice. Let's name. go straight on with G Money and how over that guy is. I, I watched this. Um, I watched this from. This is really good. That um, G Money hits his uh, 
crossbody from an up and over. Yeah, and it's just oh, it's unbelievable. You don't. The thing is about Gene it's, as well. Like he's he's such a lovely guy. You don't realize how big he is. I heard he's he legit like a big guy. I heard he signed some boobs. Learn it. Did he? <laughs> I heard that he signed some boobs. Fuck. I can confirm he signed the left boob. I hope his missus doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. You're a single man. You signed the right boob. Right, okay. Yeah. His signature. Is you couldn't make out what it was. It's a lot longer than it normally is. Nah. What a, what a, what a worker. Couldn't tell what it was. Couldn't tell what it says. No evidence. Um, I think he's great, though. Like, he's absolutely brilliant. He's really fit into the North crowd, like, yeah. with the North crowd as well. He's, like, one of those ones where it's like, ah, it just seems like you should just yeah. be here. It's like, just, he just feel, it feels right that he's there. His Ainsley Lariat as well, which you missed at the end, but I just, I love that. Like, it's fucking, that's a... It's I, just a like, I just like the name. For me, I like a name. and I like to come up with a name and then work backwards. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, we've talked about this before. I mean, the lady in how you come up with an idea for something and work backwards. You base it on the name. All the best names are... Ainsley Lariat is a great name for a Lariat clothesline. Can you do one? Nope, but I'll nope. find out how. But I'm going to figure it out because Ainsley Lariat is too good a name to not use. <laughs> but on the other side of things, I love that Santos Jr. is fucking brilliant. Well, I was going to go, I was gonna yeah. go there. Uh, uh, Anti-Fun Police, I think Santos is like criminally underrated yeah. like and I know that really Santos only gets used in anti-fun anti police around the country and that's how he got over because Chief Deputy Dunn you've obviously wrestled against uh, yeah. Chief Deputy Dunn you very much probably agree with me in saying like I think he's criminally underrated I think he's great yeah, yeah. As, a, as a wrestler he's after the show um, uh, Kingston had mentioned like he'd watched that match mm. and uh, the anti-fun guys reminded him of like Shakara Yes, he, yeah. He's like, this reminds me of the Shakara universe and what how, a great they, how they do stuff. But I think the anti-fun police like thing with 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 Damien Dunn, that's like you know when like a gimmick and I was going to mention it before about gimmicks kind of being ridiculous to start off with, yeah. and then kind of you just morph into that person, and then it just becomes you, and you can kind of like your parameters in which you can work kind of like in, like increase. Yeah, and I think he, that's some of him, and that that has been so good to see that happen to Damien Dunn to yeah. get to a point. I think you can see two of those guys like obviously Amir and. Don do a lot of the, they mm. wrestle the Butlins camps. Yeah. And you can see like that kind of, they can, they can hold the crowd and they can do all this stuff, but it's cause they've done, they've done those kind of, which the camps, done those again, reps and, we're very much proponents of the camps. I know you are as well, where it's like the camps are one of the best places to wrestle. Like, and to I'm learn. a little bit too uh, satanic for the camps. Yeah, I was not surprised. I still think he's working in a family-friendly environment. I'm well, not I'm saying that. Say well, I'm not. Say see, I'm, all I'm saying is Linskill Centre is like there. Not as February, February, North 15th, never done family February 15th and 16th, Butlins. Watch uh, out. There's, there's two versions of Rory Coyle I want to see, and it's Performance Centre Rory Coyle. <laughs> family-friendly <laughs> Butlins Rory Coyle. I can tell you what Performance Centre Rory Coyle would be. <laughs> Miserable uh, as probably fun. be vomiting. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. There'd be two sets of Brookside shovels, and then I'd be like... <laughs> I'm Rory Coyle I want you in a match later on and I want you saying it like with the light fading from your eyes with every sentence I just want to see him standing sideways to a TV watching it yeah <laughs> just, just like just like this is not how it right works. way to watch it stand still <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> good having Amir back as well he's another one obviously he was injured last year I think him and Gene worked pretty well together yeah I want I, I'm sad they lost their match I know it's a shame that would have been the fun to see them in the tournament two heel teams moving on in the tournament that's right then it, after that match uh, it came to the big one mm-hmm. the second well I'm not allowed to say that the big one Eddie Kingston versus Rory Court. now 
Yeah, it was alright. How was that wrestling? Because <laughs> I know that me and you definitely, it's going to be talked about, oh, we're huge Eddie Kingston marks anyway going yeah. into this. Um, yeah, it must be pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be able to, like, obviously, obviously outside of this, we're pals. So it's pretty cool to be able to go, like, are we? yeah, we are. I think we are. It's pretty cool to be able to go, like, oh, here, you can wrestle Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So how, how was it for you? Uh, yeah, it was good. Like, I think he hits. Very hard. <laughs> you can see uh, but yeah, like obviously, I'm big fan of. I'm a big fan of him. And then I said everything I said to him in the promo afterwards was mm. real. Um, and like, he was a sweetheart in that promo as well. Like. Yeah, and I think like, yeah, I think it was kind of what people. Hopefully, it was what people wanted was just two big lads hitting each other really, really hard. It was that's nice. exactly um, what someone said. I don't know when it broke yeah. because I was doing the meet and greet before that, and that's exactly what someone said. Two big two lads. Two big lads. And I, I think... The only way I can describe him is he reminded me, in terms of someone wrestling someone, he reminded me of Rampage Brown yeah. and Screwface Ahmed. Yeah. Like, and it just felt like I was in the ring with them. I think with British really audiences or, or wrestling audiences sometimes they forget and talking to Eddie about like stories in wrestling and telling the story just even in, within the confines of one match rather than a series of matches or angles or whatever. Sometimes it's lost a little bit that two guys who are built similarly and wrestle similarly can put on a fucking great match together. You don't just need a big guy and then a flippy guy or you don't yeah. need like two flippy guys or you don't need it to be like here's a high spot, here's a high spot, here's a high spot which people yeah. kind of get used to. You can still do in 2020 you can have these hard hitting wrestlers tell, tell a fucking stories. story yeah. in the match and just have it within the confines of just that yeah. show. There's little mar- little things as like you know because obviously we do commentary and post mm. and there's little mark up moments in that where I think I can't wait to call that. Yeah. Like like Rory taking two back fists to the future. Yeah. And it's like, that's the move that literally sent Jakara back in time oh, for a whole that. season. Oh, it was so strong. They went, they actually re, they, they did a whole season where they were, they went back four seasons. Like, back that's back. how powerful that move is. And here's Rory Coyle just standing up. Like, that's you watch incredible. it though. Yeah. Struggling to stand up. <laughs> but you're up, but you're up. Really Rory Coyle had to stand up. Uh, like, I think on the yeah. set one, I think I have to use me. I put my fist on the canvas and it's like the most strained, like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, This is the moment, like, like oh, when your mum was in the kitchen. There might be another one right. coming back. Like. <laughs> there might be another one coming back. My, one of my favourite moments of, like, you've ever told me is, remember when you were sitting with your mum in the kitchen and you fucked your eye and what was, what was she said to you? She says, that's it now with the wrestling. That's it now with the wrestling. She's like, that's it. That's it now with the wrestling. No more wrestling. It's done now. And then, <laughs> As if it's out of his system. Somebody shouted, somebody shouted from another room, fuck that, man. He's got fucking ACW coming up. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what an ACW is. Uh, but I, no, I think no when he hit you with that second Back Fist of the Future that you were, you were down and going, your mum was there and she was going, just a little nod and going, that's it now. Yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> and you were going, no. you were going, I think maybe it is. <laughs> I chopped him on the outside mm. and legit hurt my hand. I, I chopped him and went, He's also huge. And then he just grabbed me, threw me into the sound desk, and lit up on me with those big chops. Which is it, which is in the, the fucking rules, by the way. <laughs> Don't hit felt, that sound desk. It felt like my heart was just slowly stopping. And then he hit me a big one at the end, and it started again. And everyone says that's what Johnny Moss used to do. He'd hit you with one oh. chop, and it felt like your heart stopped. And then he hit you with another one, and it started again. Oh, my God. But I threw him into the sound desk. And uh, later on, I heard him going... I was getting thrown Two towards that sound desk, desk. and I thought it I thought it wasn't made of wood. I found out it was made of wood. <laughs> it's like, yep. That's uh that's shoot horrible. But yeah, it was uh, I'd love to do I'd love to do it again or I'd love to it'd be great to have him back or yeah, tag be, him or something like that. Yeah. Like, 
It would be great to have him back. So t- we're going to wrap this up real quick because we're running out of time here. TK Cooper versus HT Drake. I think that was a- as good as everyone kind of thought it was going to be. What we thought it was going to be. Obviously, yeah. at the end, Roxy comes out, distracts him. TK hoots- hits him with a finisher, and at the end, Roxy done. They're done. They are finished after all of his antics. It's awkward. She's dumped him. It's going to be awkward for the next. Uh, the next. The- so then we had before, after TK Cooper and HTJ, we had G. Adams versus Fraser Thomas versus Zoe Knox uh, versus Mad Kerr. Now that one, this is the first time we've got some real, uh, like, um, booking that and announcing that people coming back and going, that's going to be shit. Why have you not put Mad Kerr in a, in a singles match? Ah. I think. Did that, you flip the bird back with him? No, I don't do that. I value all of my fans and audience. <laughs> um, I think that was a great match. And I think uh, it ended up with Fraser Thomas and uh, Zoe Knox and Benji. And the surprise return of Rufio uh, being held apart, and they've been told if they go anywhere near each other but between now and the end of the tournament, either team will be disqualified. That just, to me, I've made that rule up, but it kind of sounds like there might be more shenanigans along the way. But I thought that four way was a great match with Gia winning over Mad Kurt. Mm-hmm. Big win for us, I think. Mad Massive Kurt, win. Mad Kurt splits opinions, but I think, between like old school and new school, he's, <laughs> I think he's fucking great. Or tell how you feel. I think he's I think he's brilliant. I spoke to him on the night and said like I love his videos. Mm. And he was saying he was he watched his mind and I was like <laughs> two opposite people. <laughs> um yeah, he's great. I've seen the stuff he's done with Suzuki. Oh my god. <laughs> Where he just gets murdered. Um I think he's great. Um I think it's nice that it's kind of said to him it was nice to have him at Norfolk because it's a place yeah. that he kind of he fits in quite well yeah it's just that it's that like it's that other side of wrestling I think where it's just you know it's a bit more daft because somewhere on the card there is big lads hitting each other there's yeah. flippy guys and there's uh, I think he's he's, 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 he's hit his niche really well he is built the way he's built he can wrestle as well he's built the way he's built and he's just like running with that and he's, like he's wearing a little knitted jumper backstage yeah. very strange yeah. And I said to him, he looked like a little sailor in training. <laughs> and he was like, oh, let's go catch some fish. And I was like, nah, you'd be scrubbing the deck. <laughs> and he looked heartbroken. Certainly if he I looked was like the, I really hurt him. Certainly if I was the captain, or you the captain, he would be. Ah, there was I, a good spot, though, when he was, he was chopping all three people. And they would have I've seen a gift of that. Someone put it up and he was that dynamic uh, thinking. Put uh, he put, the, my, my favourite thing about it is that he put so much effort in those chops. And he's like... Gah, gah, gah. But yeah, G rolls up metal. Chief puts a finisher on my Kurt. I think see good things for Gia this year. Obviously How do we feel about calling her Big Dick Energy? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, know. I think I'm going to... Well, actually, I actually found one question about the thing. How, how would you feel about uh, someone, an, another girl being world champion? Gia yeah, that was a, a good show for that. Like, that was fair. a question. I want Gia Adams in the scramble. Question from Phoenix. No, so far we've only seen Session off the challenge for the title. When will we see the next woman go for it? Well, you've got Roxy, who put in a really good show and beat Danny Luna. You've got Gia, who beat... Fraser, Zio, and Mad Kurt. Mm-hmm. You got two in there. I think they've surely got to be the next. I one. think it's got to be Gia. I think like her upward, upward trajectory suggests. Mm-hmm. So you train with Gia as well, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You must have seen some improvement over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's getting more. I, I think it helps like, where she trains. Yeah. Because like I've always said, I've always caveated it with, always caveated with her, and I've always been really honest with her. It's like she has to keep fucking going now. I think she's got a real good opportunity, but she needs to keep working. She needs to keep getting keep better. Answering. She needs to keep aiming higher than where she's currently at and getting better and better and better. Which, if she does, she's literally got it all there for her. Like, yeah. Hard work starts now, eh? <laughs> Main event for the North Wrestling Championship: Spike Trevay versus Screwface. You you mentioned it quickly before. 
that was a fucking good match. It's yeah. good to see Spike back in the ring as well. Yeah, definitely. I think I think like he's been he's he's dealt a bad hand. Mm. No pun intended. <laughs> over the last few months, but uh, he was in good form here. He was in, in good in form. True Spike Trevay dickhead form. The song happened at the start where Screwface just ended up right in his face. Yeah, and I fucking fell over laughing <laughs> at how shit scared Spike Trevay. <laughs> it was. Outstanding. He's not going to fucking outbrute him, though, is he? Like, there's no way. And even Spectre Ray will, will say that he's not going to be the one who fucking beats the shit out of Screwface. But what he'll try and do is he'll try and use his cunning and intellect to get around. And they kind of fucking he kind of fucking did that. But it took a finisher off, no fun done. It took two kicks in the fucking balls. I quite like the fact that it was two kicks in the balls. Though. Yeah, that was a absolutely one for each ball. It was an absolutely <laughs> disgusting way of doing it for him to actually finish off Screwface. Do you think that Screwface done? Do you think he'll come back? Do you think that this, he's got more to give there? How do you think you actually get the belt off Spike Trevay? Because everything he fucking does seems to, you know, what do you do? Put him in an ODQ match, well then you just. I think it. you bring cage. A, <laughs> yeah, still cage in the O2 mate. Still um, cage in the Riverside, and no oh. one can see a fucking thing. <laughs> we'll just tell everyone from outside. Whoa, this is brilliant! <laughs> oh, you if only you could see this. Whoever, whoever beats him is going to be the one that brings a squad. It, yeah, that's going to just that's going to neutralize. Any any other shenanigans around the ring? Exactly. Hi, the APA. They're still knocking around. Oh, damn. Hi, the APA. Have APA turn up and just... It's Gere Adams is fighting Spike. Have APA on the outside of the ring keeping the anti-fun police. We Book need, it! We need a, maybe a, or like a lumberjack match or something like that. Jesus Christ. Nah, I'm not doing that. Nobody, a lumberjack match. We've definitely sold out. It'll be really close. <laughs> no. it'll, be really, it'll look Every really match is already a lumberjack match, yeah. isn't it? I know. At what point do I just say, oh, everyone's banned from ringside. No more shenanigans. But hey. I thought it was a great match. Spike retains. Sees the, sees the first sold out North show off. I think it was pretty good. Don't forget, though, you can subscribe to North Wrestling On Demand over at northwrestling.pivotshare.com for only $3.99 a month. Featuring past North shows and select shows from White Wolf Wrestling and Joey Ryan's Bar Wrestling. Their latest show, Bar Wrestling 52, is their versus show with Game Changer Wrestling, GCW, and features Chris Dickinson and Effie versus Taya Valkyrie and Joey Ryan. Plus, Nick Gage is oh. in like a four-way... Who would do that? At the end of a, who, who would have a four-way mad? Jimmy Lloyd is in it as well. He was in the DOA. Team Jimmy Lloyd Hasselbeck. Jimmy Lloyd Hasselbeck. football player. So I think mean, that's it. We've got more to talk about, but we are pretty much out of time. Let me just quickly skip through if there's any quick questions that we've missed. That we can answer. Carly Holmes on the Facebook fan group. Is Baz Band dead? Yeah. Who do you want to wrestle that you haven't already? Uh, Sabu. Best and worst horror film you've watched? Uh, Best is original Halloween. Um, Made me fall in love with Jamie Lee Curtis. The worst is probably just recently. Like I can only think of the recent most worst one is uh, Countdown. It's one about an app that kills you. And it kills you because in the user agreement you agree to some demonic bullshit. It's bollocks. Does it kill you? Does the app go at the end? Does it go? It's terrible. That sounds bad. In a battle of North NCL refs, who would win? That's from at hashtag ref club Twitter. Oh, also. Jumper John. How's new? Uh, Newt's good. He got kicked out of daycare because yeah. um, he put another dog in the vets. Rory Coyle's dog <laughs> got kicked out of uh, doggy daycare for beating up another dog. <laughs> but in, in his defence, it was a little fat dog. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Like, li- one of those ones with a little fat rolls. Is Sharpay, Sharpay was it? Sharpay. Sharpay? Yeah. yeah. And I think he was, he was messing with Newt's ball and Newt fucked him up. Well, you shouldn't go anywhere. Also cost me £94 in vet bills. Cheers, Newt. <laughs> Um, so yeah if anyone wants to go to RoryWrestler.com buy that merch that'd be cool 
In the Battle of North Refs, who would win? Jumping John Myers. I think Jumping John, John. Yeah. With the greatest uh, respect to Scott Fall. So we've got Scott Fall, we've we'll got John, we've got Rich Swift. <laughs> no, you know, Rich Swift. I was going to say. I've seen Rich Swift go. Rich Swift trained. And Rich Swift can do a springboard back elbow. What? And I reckon Rich Swift would have it. And he's a man of God, so he's got God in his corner exactly. as well. Yeah, exactly. Jumping John, heathen. <laughs> so that's episode six. It's done. Thank you for being with us, Rory. Irish, whatever you want to be called. Yeah. You can find us over at northwrestling.co.uk for merchant tickets, NTL24, Let the Cannons Fly 3, April the 5th at Riverside, Newcastle. It's WrestleMania Day. We might have a WrestleMania show and after that, I might just go to bed because I'm always knackered after a show. <laughs> but we might have something on that. Yeah, if you want, if you fancy watching 18 hours of wrestling, yeah. come to North and then watch <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania. There's a rumble and a scramble though. That's Jesus all Christ. A rumble, <laughs> scramble, mania will kick off with like the Memorial Battle Royale. <laughs> I was going to maybe suggest like that whichever pub we go and watch at, like maybe doing a, a, rest, a, a live indie wrestling. Well, well, yeah, unfortunately, I believe I'm on cultaholic duty. Oh. So as soon as I finish at North and once I've had at least a pint, I'll have to go and do the live reaction stream. Can we, just, can we just be on that? Can we come to the all just come fucking yeah, pile, just pile in? Can we just pile in the back? Can I be on the live video? Anyway. Come on in, man. North Wrestling NCL on Facebook and YouTube. North underscore NCL on Twitter and Instagram. Northwrestling.pivotchair.com to subscribe to On Demand Service. Andrew at North Wrestling for any correspondence. Tom and Alex's takeaways here. Big thanks to Grab the Clothing. <laughs> Big thanks to Pins and Knuckles uh, and to the North Faithful. We're done. Bye. See you Love later. you. Bye. Fuck off. <laughs>